lights on. Oh. <laughs> when the lights on. Well, I, I don't know when we came on air, but I don't know when we're gonna cut this to start too. But Who knows? One of those. I just things. assumed we were just going. I'm not sure if there's a sound check or anything. No. no. Yeah, what, no what, what do we say at the beginning of every episode? You're always being recorded yeah. in this room. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, not a clam up. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Cuyahoga Sound Podcast, everybody. I'm Evan Stone. I'm Chuck Schilling. And today we have the whiskey drinks with us. Yeah. Cool. Folk quartet. That's a good thing. They shouldn't call us bluegrass. <laughs> yeah, we're hashtag well, you know, not a bluegrass band right now. So until no, so we figure out exactly what we are, that's the thing. It's, yeah, <laughs> hashtag no. not a bluegrass band. People, we play with a lot of bluegrass boy, bands, and uh, some people have called us bluegrass or even built us bluegrass. Oh. No, it's okay. I, I listen but... to some music. I know it's. Yeah. I, I, Give it the folk, the very broad one. Yeah, you're new, very broad, brand new, yeah, right? And you're still <laughs> honing it in a little bit. Yeah, we've, well, been, we've been together for less than a year. So yeah, yeah. Bluegrass instrumentation, and kind of like I don't know, everything's a loose take on bluegrass anymore. So well, you're you're playing an upright, right? No, no I'm no. playing just I played an Ibanez. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw a picture of you with an upright. Was that? He's yeah. tall enough Am to play I thinking of something someone I'm different? Tall enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're thinking of Govinda from... Maybe I'm just thinking about how tall you are. I'm just right? very... <laughs> I am certainly capable of playing an upright. I just don't own one. So yeah. Yeah. Just all around. Yeah. He's actually our percussion player, my percussion player in the Mucklebuck. Yeah. And uh, he, he used to play bass in high school, and he hasn't really played it since then. <laughs> and so when we... Uh, over, over the pandemic, we were... He was like... The one guy that came over and hung out, you know, and we would uh, jam and drink whiskey. And drink whiskey. And <laughs> Hence the name of the band. <laughs> and uh, he'd play bass. I'm like, hey, why don't you play bass? I need a little bit something more musical than, than hand drums, you know. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I had an old, uh, a really nice PV, like American made PV from like 1994 or something. So yeah, really cool. decent instrument. And I was able to, like, this isn't, it's a great. Bass, but it's not for what I want to play. So I picked up this Ibanez that I really like, and it was great because I had a lot more knowledge on music having played with the Mucklebuck for seven years or eight years or whatever that was, and I had forgotten all my bad habits on bass. So I was like, okay, I can relearn <laughs> how to hold my hand properly and not like try to play Chimera all the time. <laughs> yeah, just very loudly. I would kick you out. Yeah. <laughs> in a second. I played very different music in high school. You've got the PV bass, right? I do play a PV bass. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I love it. What's the model number? What are, you said it last Something time. Something four? I don't know. Something. <laughs> There's some numbers and letters. Four? Why not? I'm not a big gear Fury. guy. Like, I couldn't even tell you the model number of any of my guitars. Well, me either. You should hear me fake my way through these conversations we have with these gearheads. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah they, they can get crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, it sounds yeah. good. I That's get into good. that, and then I'm a drummer, so I don't know why, but, like, yeah, I get way into, like, I've built amps, so I get into all tube oh, stacks and everything, cool. but then yeah. I pick up the guitar, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Hit a he plays chords. bass, too, though. He's been playing bass and picks yeah. it up really quick. Nice. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I nerd out over, like, uh, woods and finishes and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And it's like, like, I can talk for hours about my, my acts, but it's it's... 
Stuff that nobody gives a shit about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> usually, a lot to me. We usually save that for the end of the show when yeah. nobody's listening right. anymore. We switch to gear talk. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. perfectly. Yeah. 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 So we put like the boring part right up front. Yeah. 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 We'll do more in depth one later. Uh, yeah. We've got a couple hours or an hour and a half. Yeah. All right. So we want to talk about first. Um, we're here with the whiskey drinks. Let's hear about the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yourself and, uh, oh, 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 you're here too. Yeah. Hi. Um, okay. Tell well. us what your instrument is in the group. Oh, I'm Don Gordon. I uh, play guitar and sing. This is Andrea. Yeah, I'm Andrea Diamore. I play the fiddle. I'm Jeff on the bass. Why don't you say your uh, Jeff Mojoleski playing the bass guitar. Really hard to say his <laughs> last name. It's a very long last name. Oh, so, have to spell so he doesn't it. get announced. <laughs> it's very, very easy to say Jeff. Which it's 13 is letters. I don't think it fit on the screen. I think so. it's 11. Jeff will do. Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Miles Woodfield. I play the mandolin and I dabble in singing sometimes too. All right. Yeah. Great. That's Great. It. And you mentioned that you're, you're new, so. And you mentioned learning bass over the pandemic. Did the did the pandemic have anything to do with this group starting? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Well, yeah. we've known each other, the three of us, for almost twenty years, and we all played oh. in another band a long time ago. Andrew was actually in the Mucklebuck at the beginning. Oh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's and then it? I was oh, in the whiskey <laughs> drinks at the beginning too. Oh, yeah, then she, and then I and then I quit to go play with another band. And then I called him bawling one day, and I was like, oh, "He's like practices Monday." And they had picked up. Well, I had two practices with Miles, mm-hmm. and uh, we were like coming together. And I like thought for a second that like jumping ship from the incestuous Cleveland music scene was a good idea. It wasn't. <laughs> and then so I came back, and he's like practices Monday and I came back and I was like oh my gosh you guys have like this solid rhythm section that I can do things on now and that just was a really good yeah. idea at that point <laughs> it was like yes but no over yeah over the pandemic though like Don said I was uh, going over his house pretty much every Friday or Saturday we would play video games and drink whiskey and give each other code <laughs> yeah, but no, just bullshit for a while. Bullshit, you know, just outside of the family. Like I, you know, like my wife was stuck at home from work, and she had no outside outside interaction. Because everyone was and, and actually, the, the, the Friday get-togethers for them continue now. Yeah, so yeah, still, yeah. He still comes over Friday. Yeah. You know, with the, my kids expect him over and everything. So yeah. like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but Don was. I mean, Don's always been a, a songwriter, and he was writing. The, he wrote a good handful of songs, and I was, you know, he posts them on Facebook, and I get to hear him and stuff, and. That's kind of was the first, he's like, I want to record some of these, and then he got me to play bass, and then we were, nice. we, thought we, were I thought we were just going to record, and he turned it into a band. I don't know how he yeah. did that. He Somehow, said, I'm not going to play in a band anymore, I have kids, and I was like, yeah. Mm, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was I kind of knew what was This going was on. just supposed to be Don recording all of his really great songs to, to have them recorded, and mm-hmm. it turned into a band. Yeah, and then I, that'll, <laughs> that'll, that'll happen. Yeah, I'm very I'm happy that it did. I'm happy it did. Yeah, no happy. complaints. When I Zero. posted some ad on Cleveland Musician, I was looking for like a banjo, mandolin slash type of uh, thing on Facebook, and then he uh, texted me, and I invited him over, and 
was, he's like, am I trying on? I'm like, uh, oh, I guess you're in the band, you know. It <laughs> wasn't really a tryout. You're the thing. one that showed up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're here. And, and legitimately the first band that I, that I reached out to, like, actually did was, like, them. And, and nice. And it works. We like like each other, <laughs> and we appreciate each other, and we have fun together. So it's really great. Oh yeah, it, it was pretty phenomenal. The episode. It's yeah. pretty phenomenal how like, kind of Miles <laughs> just jumped in and is super talented. As if you listen to the music, you'd hear, you'll hear. Uh, but just jumped in and was like, "Yeah, this works really well." It's a very nice. very nice chemistry right off the bat. And the song and book more shows and keep booking more. We just got to playing. Uh, a derby show at this really neat bar in Cleveland called uh, Pioneer. It was a uh, cool. Where's that at Cleveland? It's right across the street from the West Side Market, man. It's Don't make the mistake I made. It's not across. Like it's on the same side of the street, but like across the side street next to it. Oh, I went to a bar. You know where the park is? I went on the is, opposite yeah, the side of the street. street. I was like looking all over. <laughs> my GPS was like, oh, it's, it's over here. So it's not. Streets, I, think, yeah, I think it's across because I used to park when I when I was lived in that neighborhood. I used to. Uh, Park there all the time for the West Side Market. I go there every Saturday when I didn't have kids and I could afford food. <laughs> Good food. Good food, right? So you said you're still booking shows. So you got a busy summer ahead of you. Yeah, we got yeah. Uh, quite a few shows. In fact, after the last run, you know, because I I did this with the intention of maybe doing like one gig a month. <laughs> I had originally like, said four to six, four to six shows a year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that blew up really quick. Yeah. I was like, um, I like to play out. <laughs> So, Enough. Yeah, we got some uh, Billy Strings shows uh, coming up. Not with Billy Strings, but we're doing the pre-party oh, uh, at uh, Terrestrial. Uh, the, the ring. He's playing in one of the theaters, right? He's yeah. playing Square. Nautica. Play Nautica. 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 So it's like okay. a, or Jacob's some good food, drink, beer type Did of thing. Did he come and play show. in the Playhouse Square District once, too? He, he like did last, last year. year last, yeah. That was the last year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're playing Terrestrial on for that Billy Strings pre-show on the 13th, mm-hmm. the Tuesday, right? Yeah, and yeah. then our buddies, the Sugar Mules, are playing on the 14th. We've been doing, uh, we did like, out of our eight shows we've played this year, three we did three of them four. with the Sugar Mules. They're really oh, nice. cool people. They're from around here? Yeah, they're yeah. a Cleveland bluegrass band. As they, cool. They're much they more traditional. Bills themselves <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they, they stallions they of bluegrass, and they are <laughs> certainly stallions. Cleveland um, stallions. Wild stallions. That was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've been play we we do the Miskew whiskey mule bash. So like whenever we play together and there's like fun cocktails and some collaborations. There was what, ten of us? Ten, right? Yeah, ten of us. Ten of us up on stage at one point doing some Grateful Dead stuff and uh, we did that twice. Once at uh the foundation room at the House of Blues with them and then uh did this great brunch at the Winchester oh, that with so them. That was awesome. That was, that was cool. probably the pinnacle, I think, of all our gigs <laughs> so far. It was really fun. It was like, you so know, far. people that, yeah. like, so far. you know, the Winchester's a great spot. And it was weird, though. It was like the first time I ever played where, like, you know, brunch was there. So, like, you were like, oh, wait, these people are eating. Like, they'll get into it in a minute. Because you're like... Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Now they're done. <laughs> they for playing for people eating eggs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like look at you know, that egg balance on there. Whoa, whoa. It's the brunch show. Yeah, and like you know, like I mean, people come to a concert. You're they're they're there for the music. When they come to, um, you know, brunch or derby party, like there's other things going on, and like you. 
you're like kind of like, um, and then like they'll talk to you later. Like, that was great. I was like, okay, thank you. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, they're you're eating for the and like, you know, and so yeah. it makes for an interesting situation, but I, it's kind of fun. It's gotta, a lot of fun. Got to figure out what the vibe was yeah. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it, it, it was a super weird vibe. Like for me, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, "Fucking no one's drunk, and I'm not drunk." And like, no like, one's dancing because like they're like, eating. What is, yeah. Yeah. My voice isn't even like awake yet. It, it, it was a, it was a, it was very different. Um, it was a good show, but it was just different. And, and I'm, I'm used to like you know starting at eleven. Like that's more like what I what I like to play with. PM. Right, right. We did the one morning thing, but it was for TV. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh. That was yeah, chili peppers. So we had to be like, yeah, chili oh, peppers yeah. at six a.m. Oh no, oh, that was rough. We're doing a tribute band. <laughs> Remember the venue Stella's um, that was across from Jacobs Field? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when that place opened, they had a spot on the news, and we were one of the bands that like um, played on the news spot. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 6 a.m. Yeah. John Frusciante energy. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> speaking of the news, um, the Sugar Mules will be on Fox 8 like, promoting our Billy Strings oh, um, nice. pre-parties. So those, those are the are 13th fun. and the 14th at Terrestrial, <laughs> and they'll be talking about both of us um, on there. So that's cool. And then... I think the gig that we're well, well, actually, we have a gig that we haven't even announced yet officially online. That's pretty uh, exciting. Should we talk about that? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it fun. I have to do so more. You're gonna get in trouble. No, we won't <laughs> get in trouble. They're not. We wouldn't get in trouble. Um, but it's kind of fun because we Only don't think we can announce it because of the, show, the headlining so. band yet. Oh, maybe we shouldn't. It's well, say it after we talk about gear. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Say, yeah. No yeah. But our, our, we, can, we can say that we're gonna play yeah. the House of Blues with a bunch of really cool with a bunch of really cool with a bunch of really cool bands be called uh, Red, White, and Bluegrass on the 1st of July. But we can't say who else is there until we get the go yeah, I'm not sure there's going to be like music on the patio down there. There's going to be music up at the Upstairs, foundation. multiple like rooms, the House of Blues, Cambridge Foundation, outside. So it'll be really fun. Bluegrass cool. is like taking off and that's like our... Are, we're not a bluegrass, but we're all like, I mean, a lot of us have like bluegrass, bluegrass background, bluegrass yeah. adjacent. That yeah. sounds weird though. Hashtag not a bluegrass. I, I like to say alternative Americana. Sure. That's a good one. We have a lot of, we have a lot of. We're an AA. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Um, but no, probably the thing we're most excited about is um, our grass fire. It's our grass fire. Uh, 2023 at Nelson Ledges. Um, oh, it's like Sam Bush and Del yeah, McCurry and like all what, these super famous people yes. and then us. How did I miss that, that is announced. I don't and know. So how that you is official that. and um, <laughs> I could like pretty much die we, a really happy person. We, like we, we've talked about it a couple. No, yeah, it's going to be great. That's going to be, we were, at, I mean, Andrea and I were at Grassfire last year. I was mm-hmm. up front watching Trampled by Turtles, so sitting in the rain waiting for the rain to stop and for them to come on and it was. Totally worth it. Yeah. So I'm very cool. excited to actually be on that one this year. That was that was not at all expected. I think when, when no, but we awesome. but um you we know did, we did a gig uh, for Crazy Legs over the winter at the, yeah. at the yeah. Beachland Tavern and uh, 
No, at the ballroom. At the ballroom. Oh, it was at the ballroom. Ball 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 but then we also killed a couple too. bluegrass covers because we can do the bluegrass thing. We're not a bluegrass band, but we do it. Adjacent. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like Right on out. the other side of the street, yeah. but not across yeah, the street. Not, yeah, adjacent. <laughs> Caddy corner. <laughs> yeah, you do it if, if you're called. Well, yeah. Um, and got, so, uh, yeah. I'm in a band where we have our, our co-lead singer plays mandolin sometimes or switches with the bass player and the bass player plays banjo. Just if the if yeah. it calls for it, right? Nice. Just, what, band, yeah. what band is that one? The Rust Belt Ragtop. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're why, why aren't we playing a show uh, together? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's do a the real booking. I, <laughs> well, I mean, wow. seriously though, no, because I've definitely heard of it, and like I don't know, not two, not quite bluegrass bands, and we have like some. <laughs> I haven't been with them long. I just joined them like, cool. last March. Longer than being in a band, so <laughs> like it seems like not long. But are you uh, playing electric in that? Yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, well, sometimes acoustic, and then the singer who always plays acoustic will just sing for those cool. songs or play djembe. Nice. Mm-hmm. But the, the other fun part of that is that mandolin player also plays saxophone when he's not playing mandolin, and so. Oh, wow. Adds wow. We have, we have like horns and strings are my favorite. We have like 13 different subgenres that we can go to. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah, it's, I don't think we're up to 13 yet. I guess no. we need to catch up, but we, just, we have a lot of subgenres. We, we have good, a few things that we're just like, mm, we just played it with a really cool band uh, called Swap Me. Swap Me. The lead singer, Carrie, she. Uh, she played ukulele. She played uh, washboard, like guitar, flute. guitar, flute. <laughs> she was r- nice. Yeah, cool. like, I was wow. And then they, had a, they also had a song that the one guy wrote called uh, "Was It Chubby? Chubby? Chubby. Hilarious! It was very <laughs> funny. That was their <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the Chubby. They, they asked Andrew and I to play on a song with them, and we did. And it was it was it was it was like a perfect like like because Andrew and I's background is in bluegrass more than Don and Jeff is, but we. They were like, like, okay, what's the song? And they're like, it starts in C, you'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I see at least this is one of those keys that if they say it starts in C, you'll be fine. I'm like, I will. Yeah. At this point. Like, years ago, I was like, what? It it worked out really well. I think think actually it was was a pretty good song. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was was just like, oh yeah, this is is home base. This is what I'm used to. This is what I know very well. But it's cool. It It was cool to like. I don't know. Just be, jump you know, it. be able to do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wants to be a bluegrass band. No. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps asking me if I'll go start a bluegrass band, but that was yeah. my demise the last time. I was like, I'm going to go be in this bluegrass band. If, 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 Don, if Don recruits a banjo player, I quit. So no, <laughs> no banjo. No banjo. Hard, what hard, if we get one of those banjo liner. players that, like, my friend won? Banjos that my friend won, and one of us just plays it. Occasionally. Occasionally. Like, no? No. All right. Okay. Keep that in mind. I think I, like, want to learn banjo for a second. I wouldn't hate it, but it's just, like, I don't have time for that. It's kind of of an interesting sound. I love banjos, but, like, a lot of people that I know that don't like bluegrass music, it's actually the banjo banjo that they don't like. I love the banjo. Like, I have no complaints about it. But people that don't like, they're like, I don't like bluegrass, but they don't like the banjo. And, like, bands that are more fiddle and mandolin heavy, they're fine with it. I'm like, well, this is 
bluegrass in a way, but like they don't like that like twangy, very punky. divisive instrument. Yeah, I mean it can be. Like I mean bagpipes. Yeah, <laughs> probably. All right, like so I'm here. on the bagpipe. I can't right, stand bagpipes. I cannot yeah. stand them, and like people are Why? like, "What?" I I used to play in an Irish punk rock band, and I don't know. Fuck a bagpipe. <laughs> I, I just can remember I Yonder Bagpipes, accordion, banjo. I guess I would put it at the same time. Wait, where was that? Accordion. You don't like accordion? I do like accordion, but I think it's I think it's a a device I think a lot of people that hate that it. You and I and know, we've got two conversations going oh, on. Oh gosh, right now. yeah. Uh, yeah one. Jeff. Wait, we we doing the show? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, we're trying to keep focus here, bro. My, my issue with banjos is, is my, honestly, my same issue with fiddle is that if you half-ass it and you're not good at it, it sounds terrible. You can't you can't be kind of good. Like, if you, if you play acoustic guitar, you can learn some chords and be kind of okay. But, like, fiddle and banjo, like, you, you go Definitely. from like, terrible to, like, decent. And, like, if you're not decent, it's painful to listen to. That's and, a, can, that, I can yeah. see that, yeah. And also, like, I don't know. too, though, right? I mean, honestly, it's the same, same thing. Tune your damn you can chuck it's it. Not that can, hard. Yeah. You can chuck a chuck a mandolin. Not hard. And play chords. Not that you do that at all, but I mean, is Peter Buck a great mandolin player? But no, but he's good on our on out of time. Um, I want to fight you, but <laughs> <laughs> not here. The other room. It's all <laughs> recorded. Like every. Right. Yeah. Go through the wall. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon to catch that video later. <laughs> <laughs> Backyard band brawls. We we, we act <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, right. We act like we're gonna fight a lot, but mostly it's just that we beat a bunch of. I think any yeah. band with whiskey in the name is, uh, acts like they want to fight a lot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we try to we try to keep it the classy version of whiskey. You know, whiskey at a whiskey bar, a, you know, a Manhattan, a cocktail, something like that. One of those uh, big but, balls of ice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but occasionally you're like just right. drinking out of the bottle. Cut it off a big block of clear, yeah. perfectly clear ice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and actually, to, to to get back on podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no I've been thinking I, about starting. I those. know what's up. No, um, no the, the 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 collaborative effort of of the band is one of my favorite things that I like about playing with these guys. Is that we're all, um, for lack of a better term, grown ass people who don't have to like. There's no ego. There's no like pretentiousness. There's no. There's like we, we could we can suggest things. We can work together. Like there's zero zero drama in the band. Just and trying to make music, right? Zero drama. Yeah, that's and, and hang out and, and enjoy people we enjoy hanging out with. Because because yeah. if it got stressful Huge. and dramy yeah. and like weird and fighty and like, and why would like, you, you do know, it? I'm out. Yeah, right. I don't make enough. I'm out. <laughs> so so and, and it's not worth three hundred bucks a year. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's four hundred dollars for the string. That's like yeah. Yeah. So so and and honestly, it was so refreshing coming into that because I think like most of my experiences with bands have been like with my friends. Or with people who were drama filled, and, and you know, friends were drama filled to begin with. But finding people who are sort of removed from my life, who are becoming a part of my life, but also like who I trust and who I respect and who I genuinely enjoy hanging out with. Like all those things are really cool aspects to bring to the the practice room because we can we can sort of find ways to pick each other's brains and make each other better. Like I think Andrea has made me such a better mandolin player, even in six months, right? And Don has helped me understand like chord structures and like how to play things. And and like I, I I started dabbling in songwriting this week for the first time since I was in high school, and it was pretty decent, right? Yeah, oh, it was really good. Because one. Don has he been really good. He played that for me the other day, <laughs> by the way, and I really was good. like, yeah. ah, this ah. is a wonderful yeah. little thing. I'm looking forward to debuting it. that. 
and 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 you know Jeff's got a great smile, and and there's like. <laughs> 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 hey, we're supposed to fight after this. <laughs> but no, no, honestly, Jeff's we fight really, nicely all yeah, the time. Jeff, all, Jeff's really solid, solid rhythm, and and working off of him is a lot of fun, and and like learning how to like, like 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 I think the the we're getting to the point that we're understanding the personalities of each other, and you guys are going to get this where like we can read each other's minds on stage, right? Like like when Andrea and Don and I are like trading solos and stuff, like I can know. What they're thinking, and it's a really cool to get to that level, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't just get there to practice. You gotta like be friends. You gotta like <laughs> know the people too, yeah. you know. And that, that's really cool to get to that stage. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys ever need to rock it up, call us. We'll pull, he'll play drum set up. like when Mumford and Sons went electric. Oh yeah, accordion over here. Accordion. Now you're getting me excited. Yeah, that's like that. But I like. I like I like accordions. Yeah. Records. Well, if you are, yeah. I don't know how tolerant my wife would be with accordion. No, like uh, during the learning process. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a rough one during. I mean, the you learning got a nice process. little soundproof. Room. Get one of those. Yeah, yeah, mostly we soundproof. Yeah, I put insulation <laughs> in there every day. Oh really? Cool. This is the first thing we did when we moved in. Was, nice. This was just a bare basement. Perfect accordion practice. Room. Yeah, it is. yeah, it's not yeah. Too bad. <laughs> Learn the saxophone while you're at it too. I, I did. I played See, in third I like, grade. I feel like I played a, in third grade. Oh, I could nail hot cross Sweet. buns, man. Hell yeah. I feel like accordion is like way more abrasive than a saxophone. Even oh, yeah. though you're no, it, no, right? no, 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 no. You're learning a saxophone. That's horrible. Like, yeah, I bet accordion I mean, falls under that category of you got to be decent, and it's a long jump to get there. Yeah. I will say, like my my. Cousin and I are only like two months apart from each other, and it's like fifth grade when you go to learn an instrument. And like, my mom's like, Andrea's gonna learn the violin, and my aunt was like, Great, you're gonna have a dying cat in your house for the next 14 years. And then, like, my aunt's like, Joe's learning the drums, and she's like, <laughs> And then, like, my mom always says that she called my aunt, she's like, It doesn't sound like a guy, a dying cat, she's actually like. Kind of okay at it. She likes it, so it's all right. I know this really cool drums. Like you don't get away from that. Called Paul. He comes into my work. He's like a he's a maintenance guy at a hospital. He does these polka bands on the weekends for extra cash or whatever. Super cool dude. Sold me this like uh, it's like a three four hundred dollar hard case for my amp for fifty bucks. You know that's nice. So accordion players hold a (laughs) my heart. There's always Weird Al. I mean, a yeah, Weird Al is fantastic. Weird Al is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I thought it was really great. Yeah. It's really good, yeah. Yeah. Was well, the movie? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, is there no, we won't talk about it. I want to watch it a okay. second time. At, at the end of the show, we actually, you could think about it while we're going, but we asked for a movie or TV recommendation or yeah. YouTube channel. So. Oh. I already know okay. what I recommend to you. Yeah. Cool. It's my favorite show. Is there a difference between the violin and the fiddle? <laughs> Do it. All right. Do it. You don't so, spill whiskey on your yeah, violin. You don't. Say, no <laughs> one cares if you spill beer on the fiddle. So that's part of it. And uh, you know, strings and strings. You know, um, it's really like I don't know. I think it's really yeah. how you how you play it and the heart that you put behind it and um, like stylistics. You know, yeah. Right. And yeah. like I mean, I can I could 
I, it's been a while, but I could play you, uh, you know, a Bach concerto on the violin, and I can, I was in an Irish punk rock band called Crack, by the way, which that's always fun to bring up in conversation. Um, now I'm in the whiskey drinks, and I've also played, you know, in a, in, in a number of other bands where, you know, it's, it, but I've never switched the instrument out. It's the same thing that I've been playing since high school when I was in orchestra, and then I went through college, you know, music, and, and now I play it here, and it's how you play it, and I mean, I got a lighter bow, so I could do some different, like, bow strokes and things like that, but... So is it the bow that makes it a fiddle? No. So I mean, some fiddle? people will say, like, like some people, like, Appalachian fiddle players, their bridges are, like, damn near flat, yeah. and they want to hit, like, four strings at once, and I'm like, I'm still working on hitting two, making it sound good, you know? Um, and, and so, but it's, it's really, it's, it is a lot of bowing technique that determines the, the style that you're playing with and, and whatnot. And, you know, oh, also. I, never thought about I think, I think, I think fiddle is much more of a verb than it is like a noun. If that, that helps yeah, anyway. absolutely. The violin style. is the instrument. The fiddle is like, yeah, how, how you're doing it. And like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. So if you take a noun and you make it a verb, like shovel. It's called a gerund, and uh, Shakespeare did those. I don't, I don't know what the opposite is called. We take a verb and make it a noun, but okay, um, English teacher, what the hell? How do you do <laughs> that, Professor Miles? Professor Miles. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the bizarro gerund. But also, like, so What's you know, he's, <laughs> so he said, "Oh, I think I, I think Andrea's made me a better fit, uh, a better mandolin player," and that's a really awesome compliment. But I can say like the same thing, and the mandolin and the fiddle are tuned the same way, yeah. and a lot of you. You know, you find them a lot together. And it's the same frequency range. Too. It is. It's the yeah. same timbre. It's the same, you know, yeah. there's a lot Fingering of similarities, you know. And when I when I left the band, then, you know, um, I had only practiced with Miles twice, but then, like, I left. And I think that that was actually a really good thing for us, like, because they got everything super sold. And then I came back, and I was like, oh, you have this rhythmic section, and, you know, I know his instrument. I can't play it for shit. I have a mandolin. It hangs on my wall really nicely. I'd like to play it. <laughs> But, like, I mean, I understand it very well, and I can follow sometimes what he's doing on the mandolin better than I can him on the guitar. I mean, I know how to, but it, it just, like, makes a lot of sense. Same, yeah. It goes yeah. it goes really well. And, 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 and it's weird to think, but, like, because like, Don's playing, like, lead vocals, or singing lead vocals, and he's playing the chords, so you would think that Don would be my point person, but I think really in a lot of ways we're getting to the point that, like, you're my point person on stage. Like, you're the person that I go to the most to try to, like, figure out where things are at. You that, Don? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, we, we, he's doing more rhythm section stuff right. with yeah. his instrument right. than you would be doing, right? right? Although you are strumming a lot of chords. Well, he's a he's probably the most rhythmic person in the band. Yeah. doing the chops. Definitely. Oh. Uh, yeah. He's the I rhythm so, yeah. section. The mandolin acts like a snare Man, yeah, in snare. this situation, so you know it's a lot of rhythmic. But then, in fact, uh, I've heard I'm not I'm not a sound expert at all, but I've heard that some sound guys say that you should to, if you're gonna mic a mandolin, you want to mic it like a snare drum. That's what I've heard, but I don't know. I could be completely wrong. It'd be interesting. Totally. So clip it onto it. <laughs> yeah, 57. It right <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like how you uh, shape the the uh, the EQ and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 that pop is very important. It's definitely a percussive instrument. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. very much so. Yeah. yeah. It is, but like we can also go at, at solos too, and it's yeah. it's fun, and we're we're getting to that I got point him to where use a pedal. Like, I actually made him. Yeah, I me made too. Him, made him me change too. his acoustic or his uh, mandolin from acoustic to an electric. Made him put a bridge on it. I feel so fucking dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always had a wire bridge, but I have not. The first I like 
not the first with two shows uh, with him being mic'd on the mandolin. He's like, I can't hear myself. I'm like, get him. Get closer. I mean, if you want to amplify an instrument like that, it was it was really annoying because they'll tell you I move a lot when I play. Like I'm I'm very like like I'm getting to the point that I'm like you're like flea. Like without the sock. So completely naked. Yeah. It's next. No, um, that's, the, the that's, that's. I think I think more like Joe Cocker is usually what I say, like that kind of moving, like just uh, very like. Yeah, like, I know, like right? Almost it's, seizures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, have to wonder if he's okay. Yeah, but I move a lot too. I'm not okay. So, but 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 be, having having the the, the this belt. <laughs> having the having the uh, having the 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 um, what's it called. Pick up, pick up. Thank you. I'm, I'm new to this world. <laughs> really affords me the opportunity to run run around the stage, and I love it. And and, and it, it's just so much more expressive than than being tied to a mic. And he graduated to some pedals. Uh, we got a uh, we got a boost pedal for boost. him, so we can nice. right. so hear the hear the lead when he's playing some lead and some wallow. Yeah. <laughs> music serves well, needs. Don't music serves needs. So, like, yeah, like we all have like the things we need, but not a lot of effects, which I'm cool with because, like, I uh, like I was asked to play with effects and everything, and I was like, I, I don't know what any of this stuff no, is. I, and, like, I have reverb right now. That's a big step for me. Yeah. So, Play, playing in uh, a lot of jam bands, you know, that were very equipment heavy. You know, Jim Fultz, who's playing in a great Grateful Dead cover band right now. Uh, you know, he had a giant drum kit. He had to lug that thing, and then our keyboard player had two to three keys, and then guitar amps. And I decided I wanted to bring a keyboard occasionally, you know, and then bass and all that crap. And I just wanted to keep this super simple. The whole this band, is my the whole this is all that I take with me, and a water bottle. Yeah. The whole yeah. the whole band fits into an SUV. With a PA. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. Which is very, very nice. Yeah. yeah, well, that's without monitors. We just set the, the two mains behind us and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't play a place that, like, it's not, that it's become a problem. We have the mains behind us and stuff like that, so. Yeah, just keep going down the hall. Oh, I was trying to make it not weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, made, you made it weird. First which door is a on completely the different podcast. <laughs> Well, now that he's gone. Right. <laughs> well, actually, it's a good opportunity to uh, talk about the Muckle Buck. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, tell us about that. Um, just uh, the, uh, I actually well, just saw uh, Mr. I don't know. Do you, do you remember Chris Moss? Yeah. 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 He was just in town uh, oh, this past nice. weekend. Cool. I haven't seen uh, him since the Silver Swan. Yeah. Oh, no, yes. Right. Oh, man. So we, uh, we drove down to, after our derby gig on Saturday, we drove down to see Chris, who was playing with, uh, you know, John Walton? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing with John. This was John Walton's first show back from uh, his surgery. Surgery, and uh, he, Chris was playing a lead guitar. Andy Shepard, have you met him from the Swan? He's the he's uh, yeah. Flying yeah. Jays. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was there playing bass, and some dude on mandolin, and some drum player, drummer. I don't know, but it was a really good time. Um, but he was in town uh, playing the Mucklebuck. Was great. So, I, I loved every moment of it. It was fun. Nice. It's a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say other than what a heck, <laughs> it of, was, what a heck of a ride. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a hell of a ride, and I, it, was, it was unfortunate that you know Chris had to move to San Francisco. Uh, I could see you know there's there was a whole lot yeah, of talent. We spent six years playing together, and yeah. like like you know like 
when you get after six years of playing, you you know. I know Miles says we're really gelling, but wait till you're playing for six years. <laughs> we we would do twice a week practices, yeah. and it was and, oh wow, yeah. yeah, and it was just I've never been were, part like, of super gelling, and then uh, yeah, I, would, we had a, I think I might love it. Yeah. I might so, hate it. Which it was okay, a lot. I had kid. I had a kid right then, you know. Oh. So I was like, yeah. I, had I needed my, a break. I had my second kid, and it was the end of an era. And now you are back with me. Yeah. Which is which, and I'll I'll say being the percussionist in a six piece <clears throat> is a very different world than being the bassist in a four piece, because like without percussion, with no percussion, <laughs> there's no percussion. So it's that's so you know, funny. in the book, look, I'm trying to play off Jim Fultz. And that's a ridiculous task, to be honest with you. In this, it's you know, it, it's it's exciting to have like what I'm doing be much more tied into the whole, because uh, it really wasn't a lot of times. Yeah, because if you know the bass player fucks up, you, you can really you know, hear the yeah, bass player yeah. fucks up. Like, it just happened more than. Like, I don't recommend playing show when you got to like. I had a whole thing on Saturdays. Not, uh, I, not did, a shot. You did okay. Thank it was you. fine. <laughs> I noticed. Oh, I know stage snafu. Let's hear it. Well, we, well I mean, we all we all have those moments. I don't even like. Did I even tell you about? I think it was the night that we played at the Beachland, and we swapped a couple songs. And I literally started playing. I swapped out. I can't remember if it was these jeans with the garden or the garden with these chains and I was literally for the first like two bars like playing the wrong, the wrong song. song. Uh, but like cause like it, words, wires got crossed and then I was like was just I chance. am not playing the right <laughs> song. You know, like, what? I did that at my last gig. I did a fill in gig and it was a song that starts with drums and yeah. I'm playing and the whole band is just staring at me. Mm. Ah, we've done that too. I mean, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, Billy String, Billy, Billy Strings just forgot the words to "Away from the Mire" the other day. Like, yeah. okay, bro. I, just like, I mean, the 420 show. I mean, you can forget a lot of things. You know, on one 420, thing I've learned though, playing playing in bands for I don't know 20 some odd years is like you know you you beat yourself up more about the mistakes. Most people never than, even notice. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, how do you end together? You're good for like right. 95 yeah. percent of the crowd. Yeah, and like. I had like it's only been like recently that I'm able to like be like that was really good. Like I will always find something to pick apart, and I've been like no, like show yourself some grace, damn it. Like that was good, and say that, and it doesn't make you a jerk unless you're a jerk. Like I mean, like you can be like hey, that we played that really well, and you're not an and you're not an asshole. I don't know why. Not egotistical, right? Yeah, and I don't know if that's very competitive when I was younger with different bands, you know, like. I will beat this band or whatever. Yeah. Like, the, we were talking uh, Battle of the Bands. Like, oh, uh, yeah. they like set you up for that uh, exactly. when you're younger. Yeah. Like, it takes so yeah. long to get out of like, that. And, <laughs> and, and so yeah, I got to say. Now I appreciate, like, when I go see a band, even though it's not my my flavor or my style, like, I appreciate the effort that goes into it. I appreciate, you know, their, the creativity because, oh, you yeah. know, it's not easy to create things. Whether you, I appreciate it or other people, you, you appreciate it, I appreciate the effort that goes into it, yeah. you know. Well, the like, is nice for like some people to get seen and recognized, but really, it's bad for any industry. We, we did yeah. a battle of the bands for a festival I will not name uh, with the Muckle Buck, and I found out like all the ticket money of the workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, I can say bad things about it. Too. <laughs> well, oh. the fest, not just how it was, how it is, but it was great. To play. Yeah, but they went all to uh, essential group. Online, yeah. Well, all the votes did. I'm saying yeah. the money went to the festival, right? From the tickets. Oh yeah, that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. 
Somebody oh, should have okay. gone to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot no, of people. No, no, yeah, okay. I don't like. I don't like. I don't ask for a lot of money when we play. I think we. But but it is nice to be like, hey, we appreciate you. We're gonna pay you for your time and the effort that you had to, yeah. to do this whole thing. The last one we we had to cancel it. We in the Rust Belt Ragtops are gonna play one of those for um, Dream Fest. Okay. Over okay. in uh, Western. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, but. Up front, they told us, "Yeah, this is to raise money for the festival." So, we like. In retrospect, I get it because those festivals are they're so expensive, extremely, oh, yeah. extremely expensive to throw. And if you don't have a sponsor, they're then super yeah. lucky to break even. But when I was do. doing the Battle of the Bands, I, I don't know. I was at a point where, like, okay, I don't, you know. You were battling, and like yeah. I don't know. I think that I that's don't also how much you want to play on that festival yeah. at three eight p.m. on Friday. Or right, <laughs> <But> I, <don't laughs> I didn't. I didn't really didn't care. Although one of the battle of the bands of that festival, the workout winners, this band called Sassafras. <laughs> Ooh, they. I didn't know they came from that. That's fantastic. awesome. I, I think I oh, that was the workout guys. we went to. Dude, I almost forgot about <laughs> them until yeah. you mentioned them just now. They were so awesome. good. Thank they you, were man. really fun. Yeah. Those just dudes. Back a bunch uh, of, they, like, they, they did a. Uh, do you remember the shows I used to throw with the Muckabuck called Color Jams? They were. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I never went to one, but I remember those. Yeah. Well, the first one was with uh, Vibe and Direct. It was us and them. Then they did their own art show. And then we did our art show, and uh, then we uh, did ours. We were doing it with uh, Sassafras. We did it with the Acid Cats, and then we did it with um, that second one, the uh, one at the Beachland. Was the Beachland, just us, uh, the Acid Cats, and Sassafras. Sassafras, yeah. yeah they were a, uh, we were the middle end, but Sa- that was one of the best shows. Yeah, we had all these artists everywhere. It was Acid a free Cats show. were so good. Yeah, insanely man, good. And Sassafras were them probably insane. more than any band that's broken up in the Northeast. So right, Ooh, Acid Cats. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, I got to go see. Were, uh, T, was it the blackout experience? Is TJ what's his JT, name? JT. JT's right. The stickers right here. Oh, the sticker. oh yeah, I got it. Speaking <laughs> of black, speaking of Justin Battle of the Bands, though. Oh, yeah, so I went to University of Dayton, and my practice room was across the street of Rob from the, the works. So Rob Chafin, the drummer, and myself, we had practice rooms right across from each other. And he's like, you want to be in the battle of the band? So that's at college. And I was like, I, like <laughs> I was like miserable in music school at that point. I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to be in a band. Like, I don't need music school for this. Like, what am I even doing here? And I was like, yeah. And so then I like did this thing with them, and we were in the, we were in this rock band for a minute that was called Thesaurus, another word for rock. And we won. <laughs> and we won. <laughs> and we won. And like and I didn't go back to school. So like the prize was like the prize thesaurus. Thesaurus. And um, you know, the prize was some money and then like we were like they were building a state of the art like recording studio on UD's campus. And like I was like gonna go record and I didn't go back to school there and then all of a sudden like Rob is the works and I'm like, what happened? Is that a missed opportunity? I don't know. But it's just fun. Funny when I think about it, and every time I see Rob, we're like, "Hey!" And like, Thesaurus Fest. Yeah. Thesaurus. So that was our that was our name in the rock off. Thesaurus. Another word. I discover rock. a dinosaur. I'm gonna name it Thesaurus. Yeah. Thesaurus. Yeah. Calling a band Thesaurus is like calling a band Oedipus in the Mama's Voice. It's just like it just like doesn't it doesn't. Wow. It doesn't <laughs> or Don of the Wands. Right. It's like like what are you doing? I'm like come on, guys. I used to do the uh, not, not a talk about the whiskey drinks. 
shitty Beatles. We were we were gonna oh, be Don you, Luis. You know those guys? We were gonna be we were gonna be Don Luis. They're a band in Cleveland. Are they? Yeah. Oh my god, are you serious? I need to go see them. I did not know that, but we should. Do you remember Gino from? Oh god, I remember Gino. I remember Gino got punched in the face. Okay, was he work there? Yeah. No, he was no. like he did the jam night. He, did he ran the, jam the night. He, he brought the sound system. He was like the bass oh, player in the guy, house yeah. band. Uh-huh. He has a band called the Shitty Beatles. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's like B E A T Bulls. Yeah, yeah, Beatles. No, 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 that's a good name. Like yeah, that. I like that. Well, when I left to he go play with band other bands, Richard Cranium. What about which I thought was like <laughs> yeah, nice, <laughs> it's clever. Right yeah. there's all, there's also Big Richard somewhere around there. So that's a, but we were we were the we were for City before I left to go play with a yeah, band that shall not be wanted, named. Wanted and then I came back and we were the whiskey drinks. And then he's like, I wanted to call us Don Luke and the Picards, and like picking like a string instrument. <laughs> I think it's great. I was not around when the vote happened though. Don so Luke and I the Picards. There was no there was no, yeah, no there was no vote. It was just like one day this is who we are. Like, yeah. It really was you no, you I had I had the whiskey drinks and Don had four city. It was kinda you that made the deciding vote. I don't, and then I, I don't I just, remember that. So there was one voter. I was, I was, was you. <laughs> There's usually one voter. <laughs> I was, I was gunning for by Curious George, but they didn't. <laughs> I wasn't there. I, that, I, I, I would have got. I mean, I think I still would have token chosen. No, token. I, I do that too. Um, but no, I would have chosen Don Luke and the Birds, but. Well, that one that wasn't even suggested, but it comes back to the time in, you know, during the pandemic when I was listening to Don play all of these songs on his guitar and we were drinking whiskey. Don makes some really great whiskey drinks, by the way. Nice. Very do, true. Uh, as does Miles. I haven't had as many of Miles as yet, but I've had a couple. The blinker was for you, by the, the way. Thank you, but yes. Yeah. We do every Monday. Miles uh, does Mixology Monday, and every Monday we release a new drink recipe on Facebook, and these are classics, or takes on classics, or I'm assuming there's going to be some different variations of yeah, things. Nothing, nothing complicated. It's pretty much like like if you're a frat boy, you can make most of these. Uh, with, with <laughs> but, the but they're but, really but they're good. good. But they're good, yeah, yeah. They're very good. Old standards. Yeah. Old standards. I make a mean New York sour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, has you ever had one of those? No. It's like a it's regular whiskey sour, but the, the extra thing is... You pour red wine on top over a spoon so it floats. Okay. So it's a it looks fancy. Don right? doesn't do egg white in his whiskey sour though, which I think is lame. Uh, my wife doesn't like the, the egg white. <laughs> doesn't doesn't problem, do the frothy. <laughs> you don't put I like to, five I egg whites in. I attended a whiskey like bar a... once and learned a bunch of them, and I remember yeah. not liking to do it that way because I didn't like the taste of it. So I didn't make any of them like that. Nobody complained, <laughs> but the owner yelled at me. But. I work with a, a lot of high-end It's a presentation of frost. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I like just, as long as you're squeezing your fresh, your fresh citrus and making your simple syrup, you're... You could do you have um, have you ever done one a smoked one where you like swish yeah. it in the smoke with the hickory chips? Yeah, I, uh, they made it for me at the nine when I took my wife for her fortieth birthday. I took her down there and they had like the the rooftop bar down there, super fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they did the smoky man. So what about scotch? Those are, uh, I do enjoy Niagara scotch. Um, Scotland, 
Ooh, next week. So. What? Next yeah. week? I, oh, man. Oh, yeah, this I is want to live your life. This is our <laughs> last week of recording before we take the summer off, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. So uh, yeah, our listeners recommend. know that, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll be back. Uh, well, we'll, I think. we'll put some little videos out, either from local shows I'm, or... From Scotland. I'm preferential... Yeah. To the Highland Scotches, which are uh, a little bit more smokier, in my opinion. I, I'm not a Scotch expert at all. Yeah. But, and I don't like the Islander Scotches, which are peaty and medicinal okay. tasting. To me, in my opinion, some people like that type of flavor. Uh, not Scotch. Mean, it's the worst. Uh, like worst. Like uh, rye, whis- <laughs> rye whiskey. I'm good. That, that's all I need. like. Like I, I cannot understand why people like Scotch. Ah, that's good. Four hundred dollars a bottle for like. Sticking your head in some barbecue sauce. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> bad barbecue sauce. Like, bad barbecue sauce. I, really but, feel but, I won't yeah. say that while I'm there. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's, someone well, will lift up their... I'll, I'll, I'll drink it, but it's the last time I listed choices, probably. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite cocktails uses scotch, blood and sand, mm-hmm. which is tasty. My, my dad likes um, um, uh, the, the scotch and drambuie. What's that called? Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. 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 He, he drinks those a lot, yeah. Drambuie is good shit, though. I like that stuff. Uh, it's funny, I was just thinking about what drinks do I know with scotch. I was going through my head right before I said <laughs> that. That's funny. Just seen that. Uh, what um, did I have that? I was at the uh, Velvet Tango Room. They have a, a pretty good blood in the sand. You ever been there? Mm-mm. That's a little fancy. It's fancy. It's $20 a drink for well, sure. Well, no, no. It's 15 At least that's time I went there. But if you go there before, uh, <laughs> before like 4 o'clock, it's like $10. Mm. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, so it's... That's reasonable. should yeah. do that before the Billy Show. We're, we're playing the before the Billy Show. I'd say it'd be like at 2 o'clock we go there. And oh, at 2 o'clock. Are you taking the whole week off I'm or something? I'm taking that day off. Better believe so you guys it. have whiskey drinks on stage with you? Occasionally. They, depends they on they the, try to the have place. One. Like uh, some, some of the venues we play are more beer and shot joints. They're not making, you know, a cocktail for them. It's like a Maker's Mark's, the best they have kind of place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with some ginger ale, yeah. Jameson and ginger ale, and um, which is fine. That's you know, yeah. but uh, Winchester, we had some cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, House of Blues, we had some cocktails. House Blues had cocktails. Uh, the Pioneer, the Pioneer, had just, oh, very, yeah, they just very they're crazy that place. Oh, they had crazy cocktails. cocktails. Yeah, so, so I they had just, one. I don't drink. So they much kept anymore. coming up to us like, "Do you need anything else?" And we're just at one point, we're just like, "Just bring us another drink, whiskey drink off your." They were, they were just trying to. No, they were very. They were very uh, uh, accommodating. Very, they, were accommodating. Yes. they were so awesome. I really like playing. Yeah, we had a really good time there. They We've have, been very it's, lucky. It's a camp inspired. Uh, uh, campfire inspired. Yeah, they have the campfires out in the patio. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it's like fancy. Yeah. It's like fancy campfire food. So like, uh, like a, a good hot dog. If, like, I don't need hot dogs, they, but yeah, good hot dog. <laughs> bratwurst, like, um, you know, pork shit. rinds. Um, they had like uh, uh, skillet cornbread and and mac and cheese and like, and they also had, like meat you know, skewers and stuff. Yeah. You know, stuff that you would. I'm like, don't people cook? Fish for the fire because I do. Like when I go camping, so the only thing I wanted was that. No, they didn't have any salmon, but I wish they did. That's the only thing. Everything was good. Uh, They've only no, been think, around a year, so I think we were like one of their first forays into it. I think I don't know. I didn't really ask. They, they said we yeah, if come it's back, a new venue, so. we want to know all about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they they do want to have music for their special events. They were saying the other okay. day. So yeah, like great. I don't know. They had the Derby party, and I think like you know they had like a I think they had a like opening day party, and I think they have a couple of like events. For the summer, and like I don't know that they're going to be the place to bring that, your own PA situation. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it's like they want to have music there every weekend. <laughs> no, no, but um, for their events, they definitely want to have music. So cool. 
Yeah. It's another hour of work and charge another 200 bucks. So. Yeah. No. yeah. 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 That's exactly right. And there's four of us to, to do the work, so it's not even like... I mean, it's not bad. So another 30 work. minutes of work. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not bad at all. Well, I I I was legit promised... I, I was sick. I will help move things. I will do it. But do he's you, like, uh, no, don't let someone to do sounds out there? No, I, I just did it myself. I said it and okay. forget it. You know, it's cool. like the ready, set, cook. Yeah. <laughs> well, just if there's some feedback, but pretty much, I mean, no, when, I've been doing. It's been really great, actually. A little sound, it's been really great for a while. So I think. Great, know, great. I, if I, I need to adjust something. I will, or I'll tell somebody to turn their instrument down or up or whatever. Yeah, and we're not the type of like people that are like trying to play over each other and have that. Back to what like Miles was saying before, like like it's like we want this to sound good. So it's like I like I often like hey I think the violin's a little hot. Like yeah, turn it down. Like I'm not like nice. yeah. you know. Like, well, I, I imagine it's a little easier to control with no drum set. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And no no hate to drummers, but yeah. yeah it's, oh, yeah, well, I mean drum drums are needed in <laughs> some bands and they're great, yeah. but like it does make for you know a soundtrack that takes about five times as long as ours does. <laughs> Well, I think, uh, you know, I don't depend on what type of drummer you are. My last drummer was a very progressive drummer. Um, so most most of these songs he would, he'd probably find boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's four on the floor. We're going to keep it yeah. simple. And yeah, there's songs. Ringo style. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's songs. You know? songs. I, I, like, I, like, I like finding kind of fun things in a relatively simple song. That's simple actually where this band kind of fun. came about because, like, you know, I just wanted, like, I wrote all these, I don't know, I'm a guy, I'll sit there at my house and strum and write a stupid ditty in a night, you know? And then, oh, yeah, they're great songs. And, and you mentioned John Welton before. I was thought, thought it reminded me of that songwriting. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's great. an excellent and, comment. John's uh, one of my best friends. John and his fiance are one of my best friends. Oh, and, like, great. I, his I songwriting's him. excellent. And I have thought a million times that, yeah. you know, him and him and Don have a lot of parallel songwriting mm, stuff. Me and John have been playing in the same circuit for quite a while. So right. that's <laughs> awesome, actually. When, um, when Don sent me demos, I thought, I thought his songwriting sounded... and. It read a lot like 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 a like a Tom Waits kind of feel, like that 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 sort of like without down. the gravel, without the gravel, <laughs> like, a little, little bit of gravel, but like that kind of feel, right? Like very like like lately, like, one of the things that I find appealing about folk music, even more than bluegrass, is that it's just so simple. But if it's done right, it can be more magical than, than like a whole orchestra, right? Like, you boil it down to right. important parts, and you just get like like a cocktail, right? Like, the the everything has to be perfect. If it's perfect. It's ma- it, it's magic and and like like Pete Seeger right magic early Bob Dylan magic like you can't you can't you can't make that more complicated and and, and once you take it what what what, what did what did, what did, uh, what did Dylan call it he said like folk is when you can't take anything more away right and then then it's perfect you can't add anything more you can't take anything more which is like right there and I like that yeah. you guys do a good job with. Like playing with the melody is along with even when you're singing and just like keeping the song moving and like that's what it does keeps the song moving you're singing and it's not distracting it, it's right yeah. in the groove I appreciated that it's, oh, it's, it's highlighting the song I think I'll, everyone we want to serve the song so it's not about oh I'm going to step out and do some weird crazy thing it's like no we have a song and we are going to make this song is <clears throat> much uh, to to live its fullest life to it's be like its my, best. It's so. anti jam band basically for us. For me, it is because I've been in like my. <laughs> so I've only been in really. Th- I started playing guitar when I was like eighteen, and I was immediately in the, the Groove Prophets and for like ten years, you know, and then the Mucklebuck for another seven years, and then now this. So this is literally my third band. I, although there was another band in between there, but 
We shall not name it. It's one of the best music we don't wrote, talk about. But we Bruno. don't talk about it. We can play some of it though. We are. Playing. We are gonna play some. We of do it. play some. What, what do this? we do? Oh, is it my band with uh, my friend Lavana who was oh, in yeah, college yeah, yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And we, had, we had like we had like this five song album, and then uh, it just kind of crumbled right before the pandemic. Oh, but uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever. No sour grapes. Just, you know. <laughs> no, no. I'm still friends with all of them to this day. Because it was Jim in that band, my friend Lavana, Josh, who was in the group Profits, me. They're all Tony from the big Mucklebucker. Yeah. I, and I they keep, kicked I keep me out of the Mucklebuck, and, and then I left the whiskey drinks, and then I came back, and now we're just like, and, and, and throughout all of it, it was like, we all still just loved each other. It was great. It was just like, okay. And now it's like, dolled so, again. Yeah, so there's two bands. They were, they, <laughs> were heavy, they, were, they were heavy jam bands. <laughs> right, right. So, and like, you know, we, it, this was like the antithesis of that. I just wanted to be like, oh, if a song's only three, four minutes, that's what it's going to be. You know, I don't need to yeah, make it yeah. any longer than that. So. And when we do open it up, it's really nice. Like, yeah, like there's places for for that it's still, to happen, it's, uh, but it's I also think the longest not, is five minutes, maybe six minutes. That's yeah, yeah like we, we, we not to jam. We're not playing we're a twenty-seven minute whatever. <laughs> Yet, Beatles did all right with that formula. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say so. Who? Who's that? The shitty Beatles. The, yeah. shitty, <laughs> the shitty Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, I. But I think that when we when you have good songs, and I think this, all the songs we're playing are very good, whether the ones that Don Wright or the, the covers that we're choosing. It's like, there's a good song. Let's make this as, you know, good as possible. But not, like, we're not trying to go in 20 different directions. We're not trying to make it one, you know, we want it, We want a good song. And I think serving the interest of the song is really important. I, I, I would say we're not even trying to, like, create something new or progressive or, like, revolutionary or, like, push boundaries. No. Or we're just trying to do something really, really well, right? Like yeah. making a New York sour or an old fashioned, right? Like the recipe is the recipe. Now make it really, really good, right? You can smoke it. You can add all sorts of thyme and sage and you know oysters or whatever the fuck you want. But like an old fashioned is an old fashioned. Let's make it really good. And I think that's kind of like what we're trying to do. Bringing it back to the whiskey, you see how I did that? <laughs> yeah. That is that is, that is a phenomenal that, that, analogy. That's pretty good uh, there, Miles. Teacher would. <laughs> So, so actually, as a teacher, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally curious about people, and i got to ask you, do you guys have a lot of people on here who the pandemic has changed sort of the direction of their musicality? Because I feel like for a lot of us, the pandemic just 180 to where we were, even independently, like before we knew, before I knew them, right, just 180 for where I was beforehand. There was a lot of people who've talked to you, like, had some a lot of momentum going into it, and yeah. it... Yeah, it slowed them down, but it didn't slow them down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So it was just a chance to work harder yeah. and, re- and a lot of more free time to really get the recordings done and yeah. get there things written well, get their <laughs> instrumentation better, yes. get, you know, get their skills up. I, I, I wish I did more of that over the pandemic. <laughs> I was actually playing with somebody else like very regularly during the pandemic. Another friend of ours, not like you know, it's a secret or anything. And it was just that uh, that was like how our, we aligned, and we were our own COVID bubble there. You know, like him and Jeff were their COVID bubble, and I was playing with another. And we were like, you know, getting um, doing stuff, and like, I mean, I know f- for a fact that I learned a lot during that time. And then, like, right as we were about to like start playing. 
thing. I had this ridiculous accident, and I broke my arm, and I was in a cast, and then I was, you know, all this stuff happened, and I was, and and then I was like, shit, after that, like, I had all this momentum. I was, like, getting ready to be back in the band for the first time in, like, almost seven years since, you know, really Mucklebuck and stuff, and, uh, and then I was like, wow. But then it just, it, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> It's nice. I, I was on, I was on, I was on Facebook last night, and and I, was, I think I told you I was my teacher, right? By, by, by day. <laughs> Once or twice, tell. you tell or not? What do you teach? Special education. No. Um, Where's my guess? We're a select, really? <laughs> we're a select breed. <laughs> Behavioral special education. Um, I do. I I, I, I I take punches for a living. Um, <laughs> Kinda. Oh, you uh, just like Mike Tyson. Yeah, 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 we're the same guy. <laughs> really, no, no, um, but uh, uh, so so when when the school shut down, I I, I found myself with all this hard, uh, free time, like you said, right? And and I kind of made this commitment to myself to play an hour a day, just like doesn't matter what it is, doesn't have to be hard practice, just scrum, pick whatever. An hour Always a day. mandolin. Yeah, yeah. dabble in the others. I play a lot of instruments, but this is my my home base. Um, uh, by a large margin, I'd say. I took like nine years of piano lessons. I started off in uh, jazz percussion for a couple of years, but this guy is my is my, my love. Um, he couldn't even leave it at you, home you, tonight. Right. <laughs> we were all yeah. like, no, it's true. No, really. Start, hey, let's, uh, just for a second, <laughs> starting off on piano, yes. let, let's, um, I just want to acknowledge how much that can set the stage for other instruments to just I fall wish. in your lap. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's what happened to me. And, 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 and a lot of the percussiveness <laughs> of the piano translates to this. Which is, and, and the percussiveness of the drums, too, right? It was like a lateral movement yeah. of the piano, like, strangely enough, right? Um, piano set up for theory. I mean, it's yeah. Just, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. it is, yeah. So. Yeah, I always recommend that be the instrument. Like my kids, my start, yep. friends start their kids on. And, 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 guitar, and lots and lots like. of listening. I think it's really important too for, for for people who are trying to get into it. Like you want you want to know what you want to sound like. Um, but I found I found myself with those free times. So I played an hour a day, and, and and I did. I stuck with that really hard for like two three years. And I, I, I and, and I'm, I'm thinking about it because days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that's three days. Me. I really gave up. <laughs> no, I'm, I am I am unhealthily obsessive with with certain things, and they'll tell you like I am like neurotic, like OCD. Like you need to get this looked at with some things, and mandolin <laughs> is like one of them. And um, <laughs> it's just like the brain kind of latches onto it. But uh, so I, I was on Facebook last night. One of my memories it was from last year, and it said like I did the math, and I and I added up all of my hours, <laughs> and I was like, how many? How long have I played? Right. And like, and is so in two years, I played three weeks worth of practice. Like you put them all together, like nice. three weeks, twenty four hours a day. And I was like, holy shit, that is so much time. <laughs> That's and, awesome, though. Like, but like, and but like thinking yeah. about it like that, you're like, that is amazing, you know. And um, what lotion do you use? Because your calluses aren't that thin. No, 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 no. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> this is where the, this is where you might want to cut. <laughs> Nothing. So, anyway. so Miles, when we play a show. Do you practice for an hour and then play, or does that show count as the hour? <sighs> or when we practice as a band, does that time? You're getting don't don't do this. I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. Is, is the answer? You still do an hour practice. I, I I wake up in the morning wanting to play. I sit yeah. in, uh, on my lunch break at work. Lunch, I yeah. want to play. When yeah. I get home, I want to play. With my coffee. It is it is it is what I think oh, about yeah. all the time. Um, but but um, I will also say I never practice our songs at home. Ever. <laughs> ever. That's funny. So, and have, um, I used to have that feeling, that that urge. Do you have any recommendations for trying to get that back? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say um, get inspired, right? Listen to people who are really good. That that always helps me. I'm like, oh god, I gotta get back into this, right? That's so cool. 
I think taking care of your instrument for me is a really big part of it. When I change my strings, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like it's like a whole new world of like mandolin. Be like, this is what I remember, right? And when you let the strings go or you don't polish it or you don't like those little things, like it just makes it un undesirable to play unpleasant like you're married no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so so where are you so, going with this Miles well well he's open hold on he's getting there hold on I just know what I was going to say is like like married people here will tell you if you take care of your spouse it's a lot you know there's like a there's like a people think like you love your spouse, so you take care of them. It's the, the opposite, right? When I go up, when I get I get up and I and I and I go to work and I and I clean the dishes, and then I, I take care of the family and what needs to be done. That then I find myself loving my wife more. And I think like with a mandolin, it's very similar, right? If I take care of my instrument and I give it the respect and the time and the dedication that it needs, I fall deeper in love with it. And but it takes like the mental fortitude to like get through that hump of like. This takes time, right? And like you know, marriage has like counseling and shit. But like with mandolin, there's no counseling. You just gotta fucking do it, and and you like grit through it. And and uh, 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 I love my mandolin. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> he, he does. So and it's I love easier my to be married too. than it is to be a mandolin player. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's it, and, and and I think like the word isn't like love. It's like it's like deep passion. Right. So, yeah. so me, I'm always on reverb, which I guess would be like Tinder in this case. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can say the same thing. I've been playing the same. I feel same guilty instrument. when I do that. Really, <laughs> I'm like, like, oh no, Will this guitar match with me. How often uh, do you have to change those strings? If they're if they're pretty percussive, you're probably yeah. going pretty hard on them. Uh, uh, so I, is it more? I'm than, usually like, I'm usually two and a half weeks. I change my. Okay. Yeah. He bleeds all over his. Yeah. compared to the rest and of I, us. And I, uh, I, I sweat a lot, too. So two and a half weeks. Um, but I also buy really nice strings, which is helpful. Yeah. Kind of stretches that out a little bit. Yep. I got one of those in my case. Best friend. I, I just started to, using this. This is fantastic. Have you, have you tried the uh, Finger East? That's really good, too. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's not as versatile as Fast Friend. It doesn't clean as well, but yeah. before a show, it's great. This week, we're brought to you by GHS Fast Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Strength Lubricant. Oh, good thing I didn't yeah, bring up my stuff. Please send us, please send us money, GHS. I feel so much better after <laughs> do you, that. Do you, I actually have guitar, right? I yeah, used yeah. to yeah. use that on my sure. guitar. Yeah. I have right, used let's that let's on take my... a cut. Hey, time out. And we're back. <laughs> and he's going to come back from Scotland with more excessive whiskey. Right. Yeah. Scott style. Oh, wait. There is only one drink left. drink. But not much left. It's like one and a half. It's one and a half. This will be my own. That's a couple. This will be my drink. only one. It's an Amish drink. It's a yellow just, light. Just add some vermouth to that. Uh, sometimes I've been just on this podcast. I've been adding IPAs to whiskey to get them down, and it, you I need love to pour it. it in there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, like, I'll drink some of this stuff, and then like have to pour some IPA in. There. Really? Because I usually don't have water, but it <laughs> tastes really good. Huh. <laughs> Well, they say if you add a drop of water or two into a whiskey, it's supposed to open up the, the nose. A drop of water? Drop I can imagine that uh, IPA. An ice cube? <laughs> yeah, because we, we sometimes get beer sponsors, and uh, like Cleveland breweries, and we always get the IPA, like the not-too-bad one, or like this will probably be the hoppiest one we ever bring in here, right, Truth? Yeah. And uh, they these mild ones go real good with a bourbon. Yeah, I could, I can, I can see that. They got the same type of... Uh, Contrasting notes. It's like weed. 
<laughs> and uh, whiskey, you know? I got the, the... Well, IPAs and, <laughs> I mean, beer and hops is well, the same, like, plant. <laughs> well, I mean, not exactly. Hops and whiskey. Yeah. Or hops, hops and cannabis. Hops and cannabis. Hops and cannabis. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you said beer uh, related. Oh, yeah. That's it, it, it it's, it's, yeah. I never thought of that. Hops and cannabis are the same, you know. Yeah, like, sure, a lot of the same terpenes and stuff. Like yeah. A lot of your citrus terpenes and you, you know. guys gotta check out the, uh, the the mixology things. Maybe maybe we'll throw some more whiskey drink. I don't, oh yeah, yeah. Tell us about that again. So oh, wait, every Monday you guys come out with a. We don't. I do. The <laughs> next one. The, <laughs> ne- <laughs> the next one it's is whiskey with some IPA. Every Monday. Calling it the Stone. The next one is whiskey with IPA in it. Well, yesterday was first. The blinker, the blinker. It's a really, it's a really classic. Like, you ever heard of a blinker? No. It's right. See, no one's ever heard of it. It's it's a thirties prohibition. It's it's just after prohibition. Yeah, and 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 it's a it's a it's a grapefruit and rye whiskey cocktail, and it sounds bizarro, but Jeff will tell you. It's delicious. I, I will tell you. Everywhere is so good. In fairness, I, I enjoy whiskey, rye whiskey, quite a bit. Uh, but grapefruit juice, no, not so much. But it was red grapefruit juice, which is apparently important. As it, 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 The good thing about the Mixology Mondays, not only do they give you the recipe, Miles gives you background and why, in this case, you want to use red grapefruit juice and not white grapefruit juice. I don't know if I mentioned it, I'm a teacher. Yeah. So, <laughs> so lessons in history so are very important. And it's fun. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's just like, like, like I think when you, when you know what you're tasting, like the history of it or something, or like even like the ingredients or like why things are, it, it makes it better. You know, like you, you know, small yeah, for yeah. wine to tell you like, oh, this is born in the French Alps. <laughs> you know, it was a rainy season and there was more goats than usual. Whatever. Like, That's like, why you get the undertone of fruit. Right, that right, right. Sense. I had the script I had to like have Memorize when uh, working at the Thirsty Dog Brewery about each beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I worked in French uh, French bistros and did the wine, the Just fancy people. wine, you know, sales all the time. Same yeah. deal, yeah. I, I, will, I, will, I will put another whiskey drink on next Monday for your in, in, in your honor. Is there, <laughs> is there, is there any, anything y'all are partial to? Uh, Negroni. Negroni's that's a good one. gin, though, yeah. right? No, that's gin. Oh, so uh, a Negroni would be gin. But what's the whiskey one? The whiskey one would be Isn't it a, the French 75? No, uh, a Negroni. It's a, it's a um, ah, ah, uh, Boulevardier. Yes, Boulevardier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, have all I of like our drinking, drinks, can you tell? <laughs> have, have all of our Mixology Mondays been whiskey? No, we no did, he just had like a tequila Dude, shot. That's on there, like a week ago. Okay, I thought I, I thought we were mixing it up. Clear all the dear of broken dreams. That. Maybe like a Manhattan or something like that. I don't know. I mean, like there's, there's, there's. Ooh, I do like a Manhattan. I mean, Manhattan. Manhattan. Manhattan and an old fashioned on there. Yeah. Manhattan, Manhattan like is a... my favorite classic cocktail, I would say. <laughs> and that thing, that um, spicy bourbon at the restaurant is at the nine was so good. Oh yeah, it was like this maple bourbon with jalapenos and like this, and like a yeah. spicy salt around the brim. I've, I've, been, I've been trying to do drinks that are not. They're not like token, right? They're like they're like a little bit fringe, but they're yeah. like like a gin ricky, right? It's like it's, it's a popular drink, hundred years ago, 60, 70 right? Years but ago. not like so much now, right? So, but it's, it's in the really canon. Too, the gin gin rickies are really good. Um, it's, so like, yeah, I, I stretch a little bit. I don't know. It's uh, it's. I mean, I, I could do like boring stuff all the time, but Bromosa was one of my favorite ones. It's, um, <laughs> uh, PBR. Uh, Art juice and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Bromosa. Great. Bromosa. 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 
Brumos. Yeah, I mean, it's always called that. It's Beer perfect Mosa. for an afternoon in Las Vegas. Yeah. Brumosa. Perfect for forgetting your name for a while. Right. I mean, we yeah. drank that shit in college yeah, out right. of garbage cans. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> jungle juice, grass right. monkey. Yeah. You know. yeah. oh, that the purple juice. I used to get at Kent at the Venice called the PB&J. Oh, we were like we were just at the Kent American folk, uh, Kent folk rock Americana bluegrass. Oh, yeah, the Venice was right down the ago, street right? from us. Uh, I think it was Corey Kent, Grinder uh, that was Kent. playing there when I when we were town. I had to go explore. They went home. They're squares, but cool. I like Corey Grinder. Uh, Corey Grinder's so fun. I, um, I, I'm almost as old as you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more fun, Jeff. You are more fun. <laughs> All right, whiskey drinks, um, we're getting towards the end, so hmm. we can uh, want to talk about those upcoming shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, now that we've got next. three people listening. <laughs> <laughs> next is, that, is the Billy String show on Billy June 13th at Terrestrial. Then is it July 1st is... Is, is the House of Blues Red, thing. White, and Bluegrass. Which there will oh, be yeah. like five or six There will be bands. five bands, and yep. we'll be announcing who exactly that is really soon. Four of them are local. One is like, you know, so the one we can't say one, until yeah. they tell yeah. us we're allowed to. And uh, July 29th, they're playing this really cool local yeah, fest. Yeah, Past uh, the Swine. Called Past the Swine. It's oh, a, yeah. Let's forward to that one. Uh, one of our friends' bands, I think they're they're more in like mid, middle Ohio area. They uh called Past the Shine. They throw this festival every year, and it's a barbecue. There'll be a pig roast, and uh, our friends' band is making their debut um, there, Dimming Earth, and and, uh, Dupree's Dead Band will be there. Oh, nice. Then we got our big one, Grassfire Fest, and then we got a couple that were... We're oh, yeah. finalizing yeah. a couple yeah. things for yeah. the weekend. I might head on down. Grassfire. Oh, my gosh. Sam Bush, Del McCurry, Yonder Routon. Come on. Uh, well, yeah, you always want to go to the ledges <laughs> or something. And and honestly, like, I've been going there since 2006. I worked there. I taught yoga there. I did all this stuff. And last year, I only went one time for the first time since 2006. And Grassfire was it, dude. It's, it's honestly the... Probably the best festival I've ever been to, and I travel for I've a lot been of there different two times like, since uh, before the pandemic. Uh, it was just both hiking on off days. No, oh, you, wow. were, you were there more times, weren't you? Since after the pandemic. After oh, the pandemic. Oh, after the, yeah, did yeah. I say before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I think no, you no, said but, after, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, before is like hundred. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. hundreds. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I, I mean, we all spent a lot of time. Two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. If you come, say hi, and I'll make you a drink. Get your drink, girl. Yeah, I, yeah we should. Right. We will plan on having a drink station at camp. Yeah, <laughs> drink up whiskey drink. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll probably make some cocktails. I'll have to talk about. Well, the first yeah. time that the Muckle Buck play there was Cinco de Mayo, and I made like four hundred dollars worth of margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> I think I drank cucumber a whole jalapeno cucumber jalapeno oh, yeah, in gallon yeah. jugs, and then someone like <laughs> spilled them inside of my car. <laughs> Not me. I, Not was, I drank the whole thing. You no. drank. Oh, I know. Cucumber jalapeno. Ha- ha- peach habanero. No. no I'm pretty, I have a pretty strong... Well, maybe not anymore. But I used to have a pretty strong stomach. I, I, I I've seen be, some things that would suggest <laughs> I used to challenge people to uh, like a shotgun duel. High noon. I've never seen him lose. I've never lost. I've never seen him Actually, I have lost once. It was Wasn't it to Ashley Avocado? No, it was to... Shotgun beer. The cat. 
Allie? Allie Cat? Like, Allie? No, somebody else. I, I can't remember. That. It was some girl. It was with dreads or whatever at the ledges. And she, I mean, she sucked down that beer faster than I've ever seen anyone suck down a beer. But, uh, so the idea of the shotgun challenge is, is you, you know, you stand back to back, you pop your beers, you take your, your 10 steps, you turn around, you drink the whole beer, crush the beer, and then you throw it. And you have to hit the person to win. What a chance. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Shame upon your house. You can drink the whole beer. There's no winner a lot of the time. Then you just have to fist fight to see who wins, which I've seen. But I've never done it again. So it never happened. I mean, he's never He's impactful. The last time I did it was probably like six or seven years ago, and I like. The kid, you know, it was some young kid. I, you know, I was like in my thirties, and I was like, "Yeah, I show him up." And I shotgun the beer, and like he he walked away in defeat. And I'm holding that thing in, and as soon as he walked, around, I was like, Bleh. <laughs> "Take your time." Wasn't, it, wasn't it just last like, year? Oh, Who was it? Oh no, I did it at my fortieth birthday. I was gonna say I, with a do... white claw that was horrible. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I think claw. I'm I'm getting like Ashley <laughs> stuck in my head because I know like I've seen you guys do it, and then I watched her I watched her do it last year with somebody. It might have been Vanetta. The worst experience and I ever like, had at the ledges, though, is I, I, uh, I reached <laughs> into oh, a cooler. I know, I was going to say, because Swiss will be here another two I reached hours. Into the, the, this is a real quick one. I reached into the cooler. We're, there, we're doing beer bonks, all right? I reached into the cooler, grab a beer, and I pour it in there, and uh, I, I, shot, I bong it down, and I'm like, oh, that tastes weird. What the hell was that? I look at it, it was an orange crush. Oh, <laughs> oh man, my stomach hurt for eight, eight oh, hours after that. It was just, oh. Well, I'll see you on the battlefield at Grass Fight. All right. <laughs> you're and probably, you, sir. You're pro- I, I'm retired. <laughs> if you have two cheap beers, I'd love to hand Daz's ass to him. Uh, <laughs> oh, be man. Okay, yeah. after, after the yeah. set, though, because after like the band the can't break up until we play that fucking show, guys. Oh, no. Like, I mean, come right on. Now. I'm, 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 <laughs> oh, man. Well, you'll still do a campfire Saturday night too, right? For sure. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Be I'm still trying to figure out the logistics of getting there with the, my two kids and the wife, but uh, yeah, I got those too. <laughs> I'm just I'll be my kids and wife at I got home. a five-year-old I'll be bringing, so we can have a daycare or something. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Bouncy house. Yeah, they have they have pretty uh, good uh, stuff for kids up there. They have that. Uh, <laughs> they have like um, probably a more tame <laughs> festival. Than oh, absolutely! Yeah, last year sure. it was like old people in their RVs. Yeah. It was great. Like I was kind of sad. Like it like there was a lot of rain last year. So like even like the late night campfire jams that you expected a bluegrass festival were not what I was expecting. Yeah, I was really looking the, forward to like more jamming, but I'm I, I, but I think it, they're. I think there will be this year. I got a campfire guitar. I can't bring my good one out. No, yeah, I, I gotta know. buy one of those. Let me go visit Chuck and get a campfire. I need. Guitar. I, I need campfire. I need a campfire. Chuck Coy to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Chuck Kaminsky. Mr. Chuck Kaminsky, the basement trader. Let's take. The, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be uh, working, getting into business with Chuck here soon. Oh my God, I was thinking of floating that. So when you get some some guitars and bass stuff, go to Chuck when you need some cymbals. Basement trader. Is he local? He's in Painesville. Painesville? Yeah. I was just going to say that. I just, I, I actually, my friend was just talking about that guy the other day. Oh, uh, I know Chuck's a lot of people awesome. out in Painesville. Yeah. Chuck's awesome. Yeah. Good if he's not working at his, uh, his shop in his house, he's working at Arrowhead Music in Mentor, Ohio. Yeah. Three days a week, you can find him there. Where he also does repairs, right? Yeah, and uh, but I he'd probably prefer if you went to Basement Trader and did them there. Mm. <laughs> right. 100% of the cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
He's a little backed up right now, so uh, aren't they all? He's yeah. got some cool, cool but, stuff yeah, up for sale right now, like stores. a '68 335 mm-hmm. um, and a '66 Rickenbacker 330. Mm. That's uh, God. They've been uh, both bought, have been like stripped and refinished, so you can get a deal on them. My boss gave me like this great like bonus, which I'm probably not supposed to say it in public. <laughs> uh, over the pandemic. And that's how I got. Well, my, we're looking for sponsors at this point. Oh, it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good enough for him to get a new guitar. Yeah, it was good enough for a new guitar. Like I've been, I haven't awesome. like my my first acoustic guitar. Uh, the only acoustic guitar I have was like this Yamaha, like beginner guitar. Yeah, sounds great. I still play the thing today. Yamaha like, makes great stuff. They do. <laughs> and uh, but uh, you know, I finally got my nice acoustic guitar that I can plug in and. Nice. Play, so. Seagull. You ever try one? No. No. Yeah. No, I've, I have. Seen, I've seen yeah. them. Yeah. I love them. Uh, I think they have a. I didn't think they taste feel. very good. There's like. Oh. A, <laughs> yeah, fishy. Uh, it was full of French fries. <laughs> that we caught a seagull. Plastic. Me and my friend Alan, who actually is probably listening at this moment in the podcast, we caught a seagull in the parking lot of the uh, Great Lakes Mall in Menor. We named him Jojo. He kept it in his basement at his mom's house. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that thing shit everywhere, didn't it? Sure it sure did. <laughs> I'm sure. sure. Did. My friend just got crapped on by a bird the other day. She's yeah. like, oh, my God. I'm bird like, bro, are you okay? Nasty. We had that for a while. And uh, then later on, he moved out, and uh, his mom called. It's like, something's running around, flying around the house. We're like, oh, He left the seagull? It's a bat. No, no, the seagull ended up dying. Oh. <laughs> they don't get well indoors. <laughs> oh, Living man. in their own so shit. So then he got a... Uh, no, we had like, it had the whole basement, which was our jam room. <laughs> so it would fly around the jam oh, I'm room. I'm so glad I wasn't in that band. Wow. <laughs> and then he got a flying squirrel that got into his mom's house, like through the chimney. Oh, that poor and that was, uh, that was Chipotle. We named that one. And then he found an owl at the same time, a one eyed baby owl he found. He ran out of gas on the freeway and was walking and found an owl. Named Igon. Named that uh, Captain Ron. Captain Rod and Chipotle would fight like all night. Oh man, what kind of band was this? Uh, we played uh, clearly like was, a metal was, band. Yeah, it was like, a metal band. <laughs> yeah, we played some metal stuff. That was around 2000. We were just doing all the Battle of the Bands at Peabody's every week. Oh yes, my favorite Gorilla production. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, lots what of gorilla that Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. That, what time you? Play? We'll see how many tickets you sold. We'll tell you what time you play when you get here. Yeah. Eighteen yeah. bands at a show. Like I thought like it was one thirty. To this day, to this day, I hate selling tickets. Like yes. even for like venues that I like, I'm like, yeah. you're gonna be handing me a ticket. I, I'm gonna yeah, be honest, I'm, I'm I'd sell them. Shows. Yeah, yeah, it leaves a sour taste. You're right. right well, I need more. I gotta say, like the last the last show, it was like it was like. Tickets were eight dollars ahead of time, or ten dollars the day of the show. But by the time you played the feeds, it was like you should just show up. You should show up and just buy the ticket the day of. Because yeah. yeah. Sheba, my friend, was like, "Is there a trick here? Like, do I need a promo code?" I'm like, "No, just show up with cash well, at hand the day you know, of." Like many like, use that as a metric, you know, like how many pre-sales. I'm like, that's a, like for jam bands and like for a lot of the bands I've been in that you can't count on that as a metric. No. Yeah, like, our friends are our, our fans are too stoned to purchase tickets ahead of time. Like. All yeah. our fans are deciding that morning if they're yeah. going. Yeah, especially for brunch. Jesus, they were up from the night before. So. <laughs> oh, <I still laughs> they were coming there for Bloody Mary. Marys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, should we take it to the, the wrap-up question? 
Well, wait. Did we cover everything? This was really erratic. It was erratic. We're We did. Sorry for the eighty. That was a compliment. And we so we didn't do gear, and then there was the final one. Many different personalities. Well, gear's gonna take a while, isn't it? No, it's Let's fly through gear. I've been thinking about whether a fiddle has a frontboard radius. Oh, yeah. What the radius is on a on a violin. I don't know. Mm, how many oh, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I've been uh, playing the same fiddle since I was 18 years old. <laughs> what were you asking? What the radius is on a, on you, a violin. You, you can get mandolins like, in about 15 degrees, if that makes any sense. That helps any. I mean, that's what Google's for. I started thinking about that earlier, like, and it's been in my head. Are you talking about, like, action? No, I like the roundness of it. Because we talked about the flatness of the bridges, and, like, that's been in my head this whole time since then. He held it back. Now you got me thinking about it. Thanks a lot. Oh, I, I, I mean, see, I play and I shouldn't be <laughs> yeah, that. Wait, I mean, 180. I should find right? out. Yeah. Not so gotta, zero. I gotta well, close zero out your guys' right. music in order to ask this question. <laughs> you guys can keep talking. I'll, I'll oh, let you know. It sounds like that was a setup for a question. No, I have nothing. Yeah. No. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about your man, your sweet mandolin over there. What do you want to know about it? <laughs> oh, just, just everything? What? Yeah. What is it? It's a 2003 Gibson uh, Fern signed by Danny Roberts on January 28th, 2003. I was like, um, 6 10 p.m. And no, really. No, <laughs> really. No, he really. knows that more than it. Like, yeah. he, he couldn't it's, tell you the minute that ended his with kids him on were this born. Because <laughs> his is way more interesting than, than, than I. Maple back and side, spruce top, ebony fretboard, uh, standard specs, uh, Netrosoilus lacquer. Uh, mother of Pearl inlay on the uh, top. No, sorry, it's not Mother of Pearl. Mother of Pearl on the um, on the um, the dots, but the the script on the headstock is actual pearl, and then the fern is abalone. Um, it uh, it's a beauty. Beautiful. Oh, it was tap tuned to be flat, which is kind of really cool. You, you, know, you know what tap tuning is? Mm-mm. So each individual piece, the size, the the, the neck, the, the the top and the back are, are tapped. To be flat so that they all resonate in the same key. Um, and a really interesting thing about that is that they did this back in the 20s um, with old Gibsons, like the $120,000, $150,000 ones. And they did it to the, to, um, um, the A would be like 434 or 436 or something like that. In the 70s, they changed it to 440, but they still sound just as good. Even I did there. a whole essay on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even though, <laughs> even though they were tap tuned to a different pitch, they still sound amazing. So, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Bill Monroe, uh, his mandolin got beat to hell with the, with the, with the fire poker, uh, the most famous mandolin in the world, and the guy who put it together is a guy named Charlie Darrington. And Darrington's protege, his his uh, his second-in-command, his, 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 his Riker, if you will, um, <laughs> <laughs> was... Uh, Danny Roberts, the guy who signed my mandolin. So I'm geeked nice. the fuck out. That's yeah, cool. Mandolin. I didn't even know yeah. that. <laughs> that should work at the same time. What well, when mine was signed? Cool. What of twelve I... that year? I'm gonna stop talking. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what of twelve? The, finger, yeah. the fingerboard radius of a violin is 42 millimeters. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. I-, I learned something yeah. new today. Yeah. So now, we, now we know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Except so. uh, we don't know about Don's gear. Oh, yeah. I play a, a seagull, artist mosaic uh, guitar. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, it's you know it's electronic. It has some uh, I think it's uh, LR bags electronics, which is supposed to be good. It's supposed to have like a it has a pickup and then it has a microphone inside. 
So it has two microphones that you can mix down so you can get the the, the strum and then you get the regular pickup. And then, uh, you know, I just run it through a DI. Perfect. And try to keep it natural and whatever it is. Uh, I kind of like the older Seagulls, though, because they used to be be a small company out of Canada. And they still are a small company out of Canada, but Godin owns them now. And they kind of slimline the guitar compared to where they used to be a little bit bigger. And you get that more vibrant, fuller sound. But I'm very happy with it so far. I had a Godin that was like the craziest flame (coughs) on the entire guitar I've ever seen. The craziest what? Uh, Flame, like in the maple. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Mm. Yeah, they make beautiful guitars. They do. Yeah, it was insane. Their acoustics are known for being slim, though. Yeah. And they did that to the Seagull, which was... (sighs) (laughs) Next. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn, Andrew. What do you well, think? I just learned uh, that the radius of, of uh, the fingerboard on, on the fiddle, we need these stats, uh, I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> but um, so I um, bought my fiddle that I'm still playing when I was 18 years old, and I was still playing in orchestra long before I ever joined a rock and roll band. I was taking lessons from this lady, and she's and I was looking for something nicer, like. Violins are, you know, like you can buy a decent sounding guitar for a couple hundred dollars. If you buy a violin that only costs a couple hundred dollars, it sounds like shit. <laughs> a dying cat, if you will. <laughs> and so um, I, there was this guy out on Pleasant Valley Road and he was like building them in his garage. He was like 80 years old. I pulled up. I tried one out. I loved it. And I had, like, a recital the next day. He heard me and my dad talking, and I was like, oh, well, the bank's closed. I'll be back on Monday. And this guy was like, no, you like it. You take it now. And I was like, I don't have any money for you. And he's like, you'll be back. And I was like, I I will, because I feel like you're going to, like, hunt me down and kill me, break my legs or something. So, like, very first thing Monday. But he he just gave me this, like, violin. I was like, yeah, play it in your recital tomorrow. You'll be back. That's and then, awesome. like, I bought it. I, I mean, I played it in the recital, and then, like, I took the money there first thing on Monday. <laughs> I'm still alive. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and then he was really, he was elderly at that time. He was in his 80s, and he's, like, not around anymore, but he was just, like, I mean, he literally was putting these things together in a garage, and it's a Samuel Shen. So it's a Chinese violin. He was a German guy, but it's a Chinese violin, which, um played Chinese violin before. It was terrible. This one's actually pretty nice. He had um, a curse ready to go. <laughs> yeah, right? And like Every time he played, like, everyone around would get... Yeah. And then um, I played with a I played with a carbon fiber bow, um, you know, and uh, the my bow costs, like, when I look, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my god, this costs more than Much most people's, like, actual more. instruments, but it's light, and it allows for, like, the, the fiddle style playing. I also have an LR Bags pickup. It's the same pickup that Lindsay Sterling uses. People are always like, do you like Lindsay Sterling? And I, she's talented for sure. I don't do the video game thing, though, so it's like, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, other than that, um, I, yeah, we just I just started plugging into pedals, so it's interesting. But, yeah, oh, it's a wired bridge. And, and So uh, you said use a reverb, right? Yeah, a reverb just kind of gives it a little bit more of a fuller sound. Takes, like, softens, some of, softens, softens the, the high, yeah. oh, the yeah. highs, like, mm-hmm. which is something that... You know, I mean, I picked my violin specifically for its tone, and like when you, when you plug in, you know that stuff. It's like you lose a little bit of the tone, but the reverb kind of gives some of that back. Yeah, and I pick, like without that, without the reverb, it sounds real, well, obviously dry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Which but, pedal is it? Oh, uh, 
I'm the one who bought it. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> ask him. I don't. I don't even know. And I couldn't even tell you what brand it is. It's some. Uh, I know. But uh, yeah. It's I, like a, one of the Amazon brands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah. They, just they a basic paper. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. some shootouts. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not an Amazon branded one, but it's like one that you yeah. just get off Amazon. I can't remember. But it, it, I've had really good success with them. They're like only like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah, sound. those things and like the, <laughs> was it the Harley Benton guitars that yeah. are like dirt cheap and fantastic. Yeah. I almost like, got a Harley Benton bass, yeah. 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 I mean, like. I have not heard of these. They're like yeah. $100 great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's your campfire. You can't, yeah. you can't, yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. And I keep thinking about, I need, I mean, my violin is in my campfire like my forever. Too. And I should stop that. I but know. I don't think I've ever had one. You had a Behringer amp. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You had the head. You were selling it when we were in the Chili Peppers. Bugera. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. way different than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you play, Jeff? It's the, 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 the most boring one of this. You really should. No, it's, I have an Ibanez 650, uh, SR650, which is a great workhorse. You can do kind of anything with it. Really thin neck that I like playing on. Um, I, you know... When I was like, okay, I'm getting back to bases. Like, I'm gonna figure out what what I, what feels right. And so I played a lot of different things. I'd actually played an Ibanez, jamming with him at another friend's house. He, he had an Ibanez on the wall, and I was, oh, this feels nice. Okay, um, so yeah, I get the 650, um, and then I've got a, you know, for shows I just plug into uh, EQ pedal, Boss EQ, and then out to. Out to a DI, DI. so re- really simple. Try to keep um, it simple, no amps. Yeah, at, at home I've got a nice little, little uh, orange amp, um, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I love it too. And, and honestly, the reason I love that combo is you can do anything with it. You know, playing the I playing it right through the DI, super simple, really nice fat sound, but nothing crazy for for what we're doing. But I can plug into the amp, I can crank the gain, and I could be in you know, whatever metal band I want to be in. Uh, so it's a really versatile little combo there. He's, um, he's practicing to join the Chili Peppers cover band. I have... It, it, <laughs> yeah. No, but... He just wants to dress like Flea. I just want to dress like Flea. No, that's... Are you, let's, are let's you singing it. Anthony? That was a legit no, threat no, years no. ago. No, our friend yeah, okay. Dennis Davis. Was, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's he? He's been in a few tribute bands with. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he played guitar in every tribute band I was in until then. Yeah, yeah. even we well we did a couple songs where we had two guitars. He plays guitar in a cover band called Bad Juju right now. Mostly nineties stuff. If you want to check out a tribute band, you should check out uh, the Jason Donovan band. Hell yeah! Their their Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah. Which is fantastic and even better is their Tenacious their Tenacious D tribute was phenomenal. They're doing it. I saw that. I saw that advertisement. Yeah, yeah. I was at the beach. So they'll be at uh, they'll be at the ledges for um, classic, classic fest. fest. Yeah. What was that called? Uh, the Jason this is Donovan just a tribute. That's this fun. Has <laughs> yeah. This is just a tribute. Yeah. Cool. Nice. What's, what's your What's your favorite Chili Peppers album? Just out of curiosity, I'm a big fan. Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. It's solid choice. Yeah. Yeah. Changes with my mood, and sometimes it's Stadium Arcadium. Actually, I love Stadium Arcadium. I really do. I I really love that. By the, by the way, is is so beautiful mm-hmm. yes. inside and out. Californication. And That's the one. Is oh. is huge for me not only because it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. But it, it, because it was like the fourth CD I ever owned. It's a masterpiece. Every song. You know, and when it came to learning guitar, like uh, I. 
I didn't get to listen to non-religious music much yeah. growing <laughs> up, and so I guess one of the C- first CDs I was able to sneak, it was like Third Eye Blind, Everclear, Chili Peppers. Nice. Oh, yeah, Third Eye yeah. Blind was one of my first Which one, which one about Third Eye Blind? The the first the yeah, semi yeah. Um, Dude, yeah. blue. I love blue. That album for me is like first really CD I owned. Tag team. Boom! There it is. Nice. Yeah. First I one I had. Crisscross. Well. Yeah. 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 First. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, Jenkins is such an underrated He is phenomenal. First album. And he's like he's like really Shout at the devil, Molly Crew. Nice. First CD I owned. First tape I had was the weird the weird owl with yes the Nirvana song on it. Yeah. I made my. First. Smells like Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That, that one was called the. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The, first, right? the first CD I owned was a bootleg copy of oh, yeah, Black right. Album Bad by Metallica. Before I owned the CD player, the third one, the third one. That had Amish Paradise on it, right? Right. That was the opening song. Do you like Freaky Styling? Yeah, that's good. It is funk. Fantastic. Oh yeah, that is the fun. Like there's so much like George Clinton influence in that one, and it's just such a like like they were like nasty. It is a nasty, nasty album, and I, and I love it. Yeah. I was listening. We basically just I was listening. You ought to know by a lot of course the other day. Um, yeah. and I was like, man, this bass line's fucking. Yeah, and the bass line's just like a few. <laughs> I'm like, of course it is. You know, much more accessible. Like, yeah. like the, the, those those. I never knew that when I was in ninety in the nineties growing up. You know. I had, Holy, to, I had to learn yeah. that for, that's uh, vicious, for, for a couple bands. sick, too. Like, yeah. every, every person's awesome. We had about five uh, hours of material, I'd say. Oh. Something like that. Peppers. We had a lot. And then, I've been playing it a lot lately, actually. Yeah. Going back and playing it, it's so much fun. I think I want to, too. I still have that strat. And All right, then there were some bands, sometimes <laughs> where they wanted a second Stop. band, um, so we didn't want to split the money, because it wasn't that much money. Big well, yeah. So what we did was... We changed costumes and we became a Green Day tribute. Long beard. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And sometimes, and we go, the good sometimes we'd open for Chili Peppers band. Sometimes Green Day would play second. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dennis and would run some for us. Yeah. <laughs> and then once we hit um, once we hit the American Idiot days, we, we played all the Green Day stuff chronologically. Like the, every set was the same. It was nice. chronologically, and so yeah. once we got into the American Idiot stuff, then um, our fourth member from Chili Peppers would come be the second guitarist in the Green Day. Oh, cool! Yeah. Did, did, did you start with Dookie, or did you start like like even before that? Um, mostly Dookie. Yeah. Then we played Knowledge once, like their Operation Ivy cover. Yeah. I think we played. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ivy. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun band. Two thousand Light Years. We I think we played too. Yeah, right? we mm-hmm. sure did. Um, yeah, I remember that specifically uh, from Kerplunk, I think it was, because it said in the credits, you know, you, you get a CD and, like, you read the booklet, like, it's all about that. It said, use without permission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. My, my, uh, I was listening to, like, really early No Doubt, like, even, like, before, like, like Tragic Kingdom, like, like really early, like, California stuff, and... and they were so good, and then they just like like even Tragic Kingdom was a good album, and then somehow they just became like shitty like overnight. <laughs> like, like like Train did the same uh, thing. Her Train brother was stopped cool. writing the music. Gwen's brother stopped writing the music and became an, an anim- animation person for The Simpsons. Uh, Train oh, was a great album, me. and then they just like stopped. Like I don't know, like like uh, it just doesn't make I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. That's what happened. That's what happened. Her brother was the driving force behind the band, and then uh, he left before Tragic Kingdom. though. No, he didn't. It was the first album. I thought it was their... Uh, uh, Tragic Kingdom was the second album. Oh, yeah. No, he left... Yeah, when they did... uh, uh, Rocksteady. Not 
Don't speak is on Tragic Kingdom, which is his second album. So he did the first album, then he left right before them. That's what changed. And this other I was listening to. I think he wrote all the music. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like a bunch of singles. They did a song called Total Hate with Sublime. Like that. That's how late it was, and and like it just like it's like hard skank, like ska, like there's like all over the place and heavy and great horns. Sublime. It used to be fun to like them. <laughs> when you were like twelve, Gwen Stefani duet from uh, Sublime. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love. I I used to love Scott Music. Good. Yeah, Saw that red. was it. Saw, Saw red. red. Saw red. Saw yeah, red. Yeah. 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 When I get drunk, I'll play Sublime covers. This is, this is nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew I knew know how to play their whole discography. We were gonna do when in New Moon Rising, we were looking for ways to make more money, and we were gonna <laughs> do we were gonna do a Sublime tribute on the Sublime side. Tribute. Uh, that that would have been. You'd good. be better than Badfish. No, we had it ready. We, had, we couldn't think of a better name than Badfish. Like looking at their whole thing, so we took a line from Badfish. We were gonna be called Two Pints of Booze. Ah, you should have called it Evans Flow. No, that's forty ounces of freedom. Yeah, Evans Flow was a different band. I was thinking that was, uh, that was chosen. Was, yeah, it was another band. So shit, fuck. Well, so it was two pints of booze. That's a good. Yeah, we were ready to go. Flow turned into. Money. That's always the shitty thing about bands. Huh? Well, because you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to have a real job. Like that. Yeah. That's the. That's that was my the goal was right. to not have to work. Yeah. Just play music, so like, what nah. are you gonna do? Uh, I guess we'll sprinkle in a bunch of bar shows. We'll learn. Oh, we had this great, great way of um, keeping our covers like fresh and new. Um, each month, um, the four of us would pick a song that the everyone had to learn, no matter what. So every year, we would end up with like forty-eight new songs. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. And um, every and we changed every month was from the one. It was either the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and now. And so, like they, the covers span like so much. Oh, so many dang! That's so a many. great idea. Yeah. So we had about like we had so many covers <laughs> to just stick from. We, we disdain for playing covers. And so, but we're it gonna. Was just for the, it, not only did we like make more money because we were able to book yeah. more places, we yeah. all, it also um, there's something to be said about like learning the techniques from other musicians. You're absolutely correct from other from other people in your band and their influences, and it makes you all connect more musically because you're learning about how the other person feels the music and yeah. what influence. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. So it, it was more than just learning the songs and expanding yeah. our catalog. Cover songs are a hard thing for me because, one, I, I, I do this because I like to write, right? Mm-hmm. Two, um, right, right. I, I right. suck right. at doing covers. Like, I, I feel, or at least I feel like I do. Like, I, ne- okay I, can ne- I can never get, like, the vocal pattern just right for whenever I'm singing or, like, I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm setting my ways. I'm a self-taught guitarist. Like, oh, you want me to do what with that? You know, like, hey, well, it's you never about playing off. it perfect either. Right. Like, right. Well, that's another yeah. good thing that mm-hmm. got like uh, there was these no guys pressure <laughs> to like do it exactly right. Yeah. Just our. Version. Oh come on! I, some I, people, some people. We're doing it right well, now. Like so, when you're when you're playing covers, like some people want you to do that cover to the T. And then other people will let you have some artistic... I would much rather hear someone well, don't take or interpretation do, of it. Like. Well, I guess we never ran into one of those owners, <laughs> bar owners, that said, play it exactly the Oh, same. never the bar. It's like some fan or... It's, oh, you know, oh, yeah. You know, like... 
You played the wrong chord there. Right. Like, thanks. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they do the, the bridge do it there and the jam afterwards or, you know, whatever. You know, we do. We do what we want. Yeah, we're not actually Pearl Jam. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if you do this or not. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's make like 30 times more than I do for this show or any <laughs> song, you know, like. All right, so let the word cover means. We can, we can review. <laughs> Teacher well, no, some some of them we ended up making having them be remakes because we either didn't have the instrumentation or like we didn't really like the one person that picked the song did no one else in the band liked the song yeah really <laughs> so we just kind of remade it in our <laughs> style we've done it a few times because all jazz songs suck and um, <laughs> <laughs> like, actually actually my oh, song, I mean so if we you if you really that. listen to um you know wait so long we do an excellent job with it but like the banjo Very is different. a huge part of the wait so long trampled by turtles wait so long but like I mean. All the maps is a fiddle anyhow, so. I mean, that is, that is the most important I mean, it part. is, but the banjo is a very prominent, just, that is a very prominent part of the song, and when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't have a banjo, so that's where I pick up, like, another, you know, driving, like, rhythmic force in it, too, and it sounds good. So we have a final question. Yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're getting over on time. Yeah. <laughs> we're just giving the, the fans some bonus content. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Listen to this over and over through the summer while we're on break. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you. Yeah. All right, yeah, the last question. Oh, wait, real quick. Do you want to go through that? No. Okay. No. All right. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> oh, are we missing a second? Oh. Yeah, but it's going to take like another 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah, we could have done that a half hour ago. It oh. Cool. oh. It'll be part two when we come back. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned next season for the Whiskey <laughs> Drinks part two. Right. This is your first two-parter. They just talk so the much. second right? round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take another. Hopefully, we'll <laughs> Hopefully, by that point, we'll, you know, coming into the end of this year and early next year, we'll have some more exciting things going on and new mm. music and all of that oh, stuff so we can yeah, come we back can and play. tell us yeah. all about your summer shows yeah well our new segment is, is going to be called stage snafus oh okay. yeah. uh, i just realized that today when we were that's a real that. thing yeah yeah it, it makes everyone feel better about their own you know and yeah we're all everybody human. fucks up yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't fuck up you're just an asshole and if you can't and if you can't well I mean you, 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 like everyone fucks up if you can't admit that you fucked up you're just an asshole there's a picture yeah. floating uh, on the internet of the imprint of my asshole from a band snafu <laughs> wait what <laughs> why did you yeah it's just, uh, and with that is that your recommendation of what we should and with that brain puzzle we're gonna move on to our next oh my god uncomfortable. What's the next segment? Um, last segment. Thank you very much, Whiskey Drinks, for coming in. This has been a blast. Anal fingerprinting is not. Everyone's individual. Right. Exactly. If you have no hands, no arms, what are you fingerprinting right, if you're yeah. a criminal? It's really tough to open your phone, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually use your nipple instead of your thumb, like the old thumbprint thing. Really? Your nipple worked, yeah. I've so got an iPhone butthole. 6. That's so I'm going to go try that later. Dude, set it, set it up for the nipple. Just I'm going to try that. I just have a phone. <laughs> what? Wait, what is your phone? Remember, you remember the phones that your thumbprint would open? I got an iPhone 6 You upstairs. can set it to work for the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just use a, I just use a 
code, like four numbers. Like, I just look at it. Please it move on. Yeah, Mine, mine's a pattern. I gotta go to church yeah. after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so all you have to go to church after every band practice too. So I mean, yeah, they're candle. All right, last question. We're, we're really taking this off the rails. Okay. Yeah, we're going to actually have to do editing. <laughs> we never. Sorry. Thanks a lot, guys. We never no. edit. That's, it's no. not happening. There's probably a few well, things you want to take out of here. Yeah. No, if anyone's editing, it's him, and he's not going to edit. No, I'm leaving for <laughs> Scotland, man. <laughs> he's like, I'm yeah. looking for something we to listen to on the flight. tomorrow. I can edit three this week. Oh, man. Also, um, for acts that are interested in um, coming on being interviewed, email. What? We don't have an email. Just message us on Facebook. I think we do have an email. We do have an email. It's uh, Chuck at CuyahogaSound.com, I believe. Or oh, that's Cuyahoga right. Sound we have podcast. a website. We've we had do. a website for two months and never talked about it. Yeah, I haven't done anything with it. Yeah, all right, cool. We, we we could also say that there's any acts that want to collaborate or or play with us, they can reach out to us too. We are right. right. yeah. we're, we're, we're on Facebook. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Let's do something. We got five songs sitting at Lava Room right now that just need the vocals done, finished. So we're gonna be releasing music. I'm sure we're gonna want to do some shows. Well, let's do something. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so fun. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I the Rust Belt Rags. Yeah, no. Yeah, our I, singer's that name is so Austin fun. Hamilton. Connect with him on. Uh, oh my gosh, he was Facebook. looking for a fiddle player not too long ago, and someone was like, "You should go play with him." Like, I got tagged in oh, all yeah, of his yeah. posts, he's, like to go and play with him. And I was. He's him. got a great um, solo acoustic act. He yeah. plays a couple times a week. The really good looping stuff. And, nice. Nice. And yeah, like a good outlaw country kind of sound too. Yeah. Like folk, folk bluegrass, and he brings that to the. Um, to the band, he's got like this bulldog voice. It's almost yeah. like, um, it's like kind of like the mighty mighty Boston singer. Yeah, with uh, with like a little bit of. Is that the impression? Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. I knew you were going to say there. that. Yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, okay, so so that takes us to like. The 40 subgenres that we can play. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. adjacent to everything. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, adjacent to bluegrass. That's what your band should be called, adjacent. adjacent. Oh, we already got a name. Oh, that's yeah. right. The rest yeah. right about the Are there any Jasons yeah. in that band? Not yet. <laughs> adjacent to Jason. Uh, the adjacent band. Okay, the very last question is a movie recommendation or a TV show. Or TV show ah. or a YouTube channel. Ah. Yeah. Well... Wow, do you want to answer this first? Can it be a book? I'm a teacher. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a movie. Um, you my, my my favorite my favorite movie recently. Book on tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is a movie of a dude reading a book. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's it's actually a Hulu movie that is a stage production that is filmed. Um, it's a live show called In and of Itself. And essentially, it is a existential mental breakdown that happens with one person who is a magician on stage. And I can, that's all I can really say about it without categorizing it. Uh-huh. I will tell you that I love movies, and I love shows, and I love books. And every time I watch this movie, every single time, I am sobbing like a baby by the end of it. It is beautiful. It is poetic. I would say it has changed my perspective on how I view things. So it's shot like a theater Well, It's production. not like a theater. It actually is a live show that they filmed. Oh. Oh, okay. It, it used to be a Broadway show, and then it like it, and, and 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 it's um, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, if you watch it, in please it con- contact yeah. me and tell me what you think of it <laughs> because I, I've never had somebody watch it and be like, "Oh, that was boring." It's always like, "Oh my god, things are different now." Like, that, that's, <laughs> and it's like an hour and a half. It's perfect. All right. hmm. Jeff, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> We're skipping. Follow that over here. <laughs> I get to follow that one. 
Um, it's I don't watch a ton of movies um, or TV for that matter, but there's a, like perfect next. No, <laughs> <laughs> see what I have to deal with around here. Um, no, uh, one that I really I, I I think is really interesting, and it wasn't perfect all the way through, but had some really good pieces and a really good ending was uh, The Good Place, which is like a mainstream yeah. network comedy yeah. or dramedy or whatever. So it's not like, you know, but super well done, very funny, poignant, and I, th- I thought wrapped up extremely, extremely well, and you don't see that all the time. So I appreciated that a lot. Mm. Uh, Jeff, right. fun, fun little subpoint. Yeah. I, I had a teacher a couple years ago who said that I was cheaty. I mean... Yes and no, but more yes than no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. Oh, oh. not. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. I probably watched the least amount of television or movies out of these guys. Like to be honest, like I use my television to play dog TV when I leave the house, so my dog doesn't feel like she's alone. Um, so and- your dog walking? Dog TV. Like, like on YouTube. Yeah, um, so that's not a recommendation. Oh, well, there you go. That's perfectly. But I don't know. Um, I watched this movie and it was adorable. And I'm probably way behind the times on this, but I love the, that the the that the um, gone with the, the wind. No, <laughs> <laughs> that the soundtrack was like bluegrassy and folky, and it was called Peanut Butter Falcon. And it was this movie about this um, kid, and he wanted to be a professional wrestler. And he he was like, um, you know, he was differently abled, and he um, he ran away from home, and he like he like chased out. It was it's very cute, and it's endearing, and it's and it's it's funny, and the music is really great. There's a lot of like folk and bluegrass like. Really um, good music, and that's like literally the last movie that I watched, and that was a couple of years ago, and it stuck with me. I mean, I don't know. For me, um, I'm a live show junkie, and I watch a lot, and I listen to a lot of stuff off Nugs. Like, there's always music going yeah. in my house. I don't. That's a I don't, perfect channel. Right I don't there. watch. Nugs, you know, Nugs, yeah, yeah, Nugs, and and I, I like have a goal to watch more movies, and I'm gonna watch that thing you were talking about over yeah. there. How about um, um then if, give us uh, like give us three bands. Oh, three, like we will we'll take a little bit. From okay. our, our section, the two ones. So just give us three of your your top bands on. Sure. Nugs. Well, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Billy Strings fan and and slash, slash nerd. Um, I mean, it's oh, yeah, it's that, super that awesome that for me to be like, wow, <laughs> like we're playing, you know, Billy Strings. Um, it's not an official, but it's you know, I mean, I've been seeing Billy Strings since there was um sixty people in the room, and then I just went to New Orleans to see him this year for. For um, New Year's Eve, and you know he's playing arenas, and you don't, you don't, you don't see that, you know. And so I don't know. Um, let's see if there was another band that I could name. Uh, Daniel Donato. I'm really super into Daniel Donato's Cosmic Country, Country right now. Okay. Young kids. I don't think they're 25. Like, and um, just like kind of blew up, just like Billy, and but he's actually playing the um, the. Uh, Post party, so we're pre party on Tuesday. Daniel Donato is post party on Wednesday for Billy Strings in Cleveland. I have to imagine there's going to be some He's sort of sit two, in there. Two Cleveland dates. Yeah, uh, nice. Billy's here the 13th and the 14th of June, and then cool. Daniel the, uh, is playing the post party at the um, music box. Beautiful. And right then, then yeah, no, it, uh, it's sold out. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Yeah, I, I got this. That just means yes. I'm yeah. way cooler than you. Um, I know, and um, oof, let's see. 
I had to pick a third. It's I mean, I, I want to say something different because I, I, I mean, I love so much like bluegrass and folk music, but um, I also, I also love me like some horns and some funk. Oh, why am I drawing a blank right now? And Thumpasaurus. Dumpster funk. No. Galactic. Yeah, dumpster funk. Um, you know, lattice. Um, you know, any of those funk bands. Um, I just saw Snarky Puppy a couple weeks ago, and that was a lot of a lot of really fun. Yeah, poor turquoise. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm more of a music nerd. Like I can I can do a lot of things while music's going, King and I would love to watch more movies. But, uh, <laughs> we talked about King Dugs. Gizzard a, a few weeks ago Ooh. for about an hour with this one. So uh, with, with who? King Gizzard. Uh, who, who, oh yeah, band? dude, I've been listening to them while yeah. I was working oh, on the car. Which Rawr. band was yes. that? Uh, I don't remember, but thank you. <laughs> So, good. Uh, so now it's my turn, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah he's just going to talk about fucking well, Star Trek. Yeah, we are out of time. He's going to talk about Star Trek. Not all Star Trek, but, but most importantly, the, the, the what I feel is the best uh, new science fiction uh, TV show that's not Star Trek related, The Expanse on, uh, on Amazon. Great yes, show. Oh, be, all right. Take it, check it out. That's an, I need that's something a, like that. I love my science fiction. Yeah, it starts off slow. The first season's a little slow, but... Uh, it goes way out there. It's very political. It's like so. There's three sections. There's Earth. There's Mars, and then there's the the Belters, which are the people that live in the belt, and they're all politically fighting against each other for resources and stuff like that. So, it gets that a little political. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. If, if, if and if you oh, uh, Babylon so. Five too, because that's another great science fiction. Oh, show. I thought you were going to say Babylon, and you're just going to keep talking. <laughs> you can Babylon 5, science fiction. <laughs> the Brad Pitt movie Babel. No, Babel? Uh, um, yeah. No, the, uh, uh, if, you, if any of you guys here want my, my Hulu password, I'll be happy to give it to you. Oh, I want it. Oh, no, don't don't no. videotape that it is, shit. Don't it is charge your double. It's, it's legit that important. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm... Oh, no, I like what you described is very interesting to me. Chuck, you see anything? Uh, I've been watching base reviews from the Low End Lobster on YouTube. Mm. I don't know if you the guys Low have End seen. Lobster. Yes, he has a lobster claw at the beginning of the video, and then he's like, "Now you got to hit subscribe, and this lost lobster claw will disappear." <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes away, and then he does the review with the base. So he does all the specs, and he has a lobster claw in his hand the whole time. And he's awesome. Pretending like it's not there, going through his thing. He's like. All right, well, we're going to play this thing, but See, first... From New England? Got a New England accent? No, no. He's, he's just an out-there dude with a lobster claw in his hand. And right. He's a like, is it the same lobster claw over and over Every again? time, and he, it, it opens it and real? closes and everything. He's got this plastic claw over oh, his Oh, over his hand. Over his oh, hand. Yeah. I thought he was like, I thought it was like an actual lobster claw you were talking about. Like, no. this dude's so he's got it over his hand, claw. and he, uh, he goes over <laughs> all the specs on the base, and then he... Does huh. this and then it disappears and he's like, "All right, let's go do a demo." <laughs> nice. So the low end nice. lobster. Okay. Low end lobster. Great. <laughs> from Jamaica, like that dude. From that sounds dirty too. How about you? <laughs> it sounds like a food poisoning. That sounds like a. That sounds like a pit position. I'm getting in trouble with. I would say it sounds, no, sounds like uh, you gotta watch it. it's dark. like like a New England. Uh, I know. It's so dark. Dark. My wife is gonna have me do the low end. The low end lobster. Low end lobster. Rock I know. I, I I'm just watching Arrested Development again for no. the tenth time. You gotta watch the submarine one, man. I, I will. Oh, I saw. I watched Contact again the other day. That movie's oh, awesome. Oh, the one the space movie. That movie's yeah. That movie's awesome, and it's yeah. not like 
I mean, maybe it was, maybe it's regarded as a huge hit, but it's, it's fucking. I like it. It's, it's, it's a medium. It's, it's, it's a medium. It's an amazing, amazing, it's a medium. It's remarkably not cheesy. Which yes. is what I like about it. Yeah. Well, where it was, it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Do you guys like Broken Lizard movies? Yeah. 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 They have this show called Tacoma FD. Yeah. It's a uh, true TV. Hilarious. All right. I, I like, or it's on who? Uh, or it's on Tacoma HBO Max. FD. Tacoma fire FD. Department. Yeah, it's yeah. about the fire department. All right. It's hilarious. The, the seen them as cops. Let's see them. As yeah. Cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I All laugh right. and laugh and laugh at that show. Well, I thought I saw a preview for a new movie from them that's set in like medieval times. Yeah, it's a uh, quasi. It's on Hulu. It's, okay. I, I started okay. watching it, but I'll be honest, with you, I started like at ten o'clock on a. Tuesday, yeah. So he was asleep <laughs> by 10.08. Yeah, like, this is really late for me right here. Well, we better get you out of here. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we got this going. is pretty late for us. We've never broke two hours before. We we'll, we'll, we'll cut some of this down. There was a bathroom sure. break in the middle. Yeah. There was. And there was a big conversation before we started, I think. Yeah. We probably should just walk right down here and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whiskey drinks. We will see you this summer. Thank, Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. We can't wait to be back. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Ooh. All right, yeah. Chicago Sound Podcast. I'm Evan Stone. I'm Chuck Schilling. Check out your second shot of the whiskey drinks next season. Peace. Thank you.